You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Wrestling. I'm Shorty D. Fuck you, Bryson. Oh, oh man. My name is Matt. Bryson. Fuck. No, you're Shorty M. I'm Shorty M. I'm Shorty not. E. Six two. Tolly Z. Yeah. <laughs> Tolly Z. I'm six even unless you're a doctor and you tell me I'm five eleven and a half. I'm a liar. <laughs> um, Put but them y- shoes on. But yeah, to echo what Isla said, fuck Los Ringo Bernables podcast. They're trash. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll call you at the beginning. I listened to oh, yeah. half of their episode, and uh, they get into wrestling within the first minute because they're fucking cowards. That's not a podcast. Yeah, that's friends talking about wrestling. That's like yeah. it's like wait, so do you guys did all your talking before you hit record? Yeah, you did all your catching up before you hit record, and then at the how are we supposed to get to know you guys? And at the end, they don't even they're like like scared to call us out because they know we're better. Wow. Yeah. And at the end, it just says. Uh, it just says, tweet at Genuine WrestleBoys, and then it just like fucking trails off because wow. they're fucking losers. Wow, how about you? How about finish your sentence, uh, nerd? Yeah, fucking fuck them. Yeah, do that. I feel really... I don't know them, and I didn't listen. I bet it's a great podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys actually sounded pretty... Like, you guys know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, got please. no real beef, except for Bryson. If you're going to try to call us out, remember, always, hashtag members only. I didn't want to have to bring that up again. Yeah, so take that inside uh, baseball baseball <laughs> to your heart. Yeah, but no, you can follow them, Los Ringo Bernables. Check, yeah. check out their podcast on Spotify. Yeah, uh, Knox Gods, a big fan of, uh, he thinks r- the referee, Rick Knox, is a god? Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, have you ever seen him ref? He's great. No. He Hanson good? Soda Can? Yeah. I I literally, I don't know which one's which on the podcast I, because I have never spoken to them except on the internet. I've talked to Bryson for a, a while, actually, on the internet. Is that Knox Gods? Yeah. Hi, Bryson. One of these days when you come to Boise, because he comes to Boise, we will finally... Why? Uh, I don't know. But he comes to Boise. I think family football. I don't know. Family football? Family football. <laughs> is that like family Is that like family feud, but it's like Steve Harvey <laughs> refing a game of no, football? No, it's, yeah. it's, it's once a month the family comes over and... They play some rough and tumble football. Wow. Once a month, mm-hmm. just not on Thanksgiving? Why? Just once a month? Why Why wow. wait? Why that's wait? turkey bowl all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And yeah. one of these days, we'll actually hang out. Like Last time you were supposed to hit me up, you didn't. Hey, Bryson, how about we hang out? Yeah. Don't hang out with Isai. Hang out with us instead. Yeah. yeah you fine. know Isai. <laughs> you don't know us. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> we do have an extra chair if any guys are in Boise. <laughs> we got like seven extra mics. We got a lot of extra chairs. Yeah. I'm just saying, humble. Right. We got an extra studio. Humble brag. How about much? Yeah, we got we got we got snacks. I got this. Uh, we chip. basically have two extra studios, and one of them is in a van. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. have a van studio. We you got can't... a spooky basement. Hell, we can bring back Matt's house, my house, Oster's house. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're, Break into my old apartment. Your old apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have the space. Yeah. So sorry. Sorry. You're We're listening sorry. to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows like uh, Roasted Games, uh, Overbooked. Um, 
dealing with it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, if you want to hear better. Chits and chats. I don't think we've ever plugged that one. Oh. Chits and chats. I yeah. haven't heard of that. Yes, you plug. have, Derek. You're super up to date on everything that's going on in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. Shits and shats. Oh, oh, shit. Shits and shacks. Shits oh, and shacks. Oh, but but S H A Q. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's him talking about poop. Shaff and Shack. That's a oh, podcast Shaff I would Shaff's love. Podcast. That's a Just good one. two big boys. I mean, Shacks wrestled. Think- I think relatively small comparatively to Shaq because, like, Shaft is big, but he's no Shaq. I wonder what Shaft Shafts does. Oh, yeah. Shaft Shafts. Yeah, the Shaft to Shaft. Hey, Shaft, send us a picture of your hog. Tweet <laughs> <laughs> at GenuineWrestleBoys at gmail.com. Send us your hog, Shaft. Go to Falls on the Internet, uh, WrestleBoys cast on Twitter at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. Uh, buy a shirt, bit.ly slash WrestleBoyMerchBoys. WrestleBoy Merch Boy. WrestleBoy Merch. WrestleBoys Merch or Merch Boys. Yeah. Bit.ly slash suck your own. Get a free Audible trial. Um, you sign up um, using that link. Y'all, y'all there's a new one. The Stitcher thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. If you want a free month of Stitcher Premium, uh, go to Stitcher.com. Yeah. Stitcher.com forward slash premium. Uh, sign up for the monthly plan and then put in code Genuine WrestleBoys, all one word. And listen to every episode of the Fast and Furious um How Did This Get Made? Yeah, it's getting it's getting cold outside. You're not out there sunning it up, uh playing in the park. It's no Miller lights or summer, summer no, nights. The summer, right now. the summer nights are over and the Miller lights are over. Oh, you don't drink Miller lights in the wintertime? Well that's I don't advert. I don't celebrate it as much. Oh, okay, okay. It's mm. a bit different. It's a little sadder because it's darker earlier. <laughs> and while you're doing that, while you're sad drinking alone at your house, <laughs> you can listen to Stitcher. You can listen to a book, and we provide that for you. We that's, give you that space for free audible. for a month. It's yeah. free. I'm sorry, free. F R double E. There's a bunch of shit on there that you can't get otherwise. There's like Stitcher Premium like exclusive stuff. So if you want to listen to like all of. WTF with Mark Marin. I think it's all on Stitcher Premium. Yeah, probably. Yeah, hey, entire... what the fuckers, what the fucking ears, what the fuck fucks. The oh, entire back catalog of How Did This Get Made, which is one of my favorite mm, podcasts. Yeah. Um, Threedom is a very good oh, yeah. show on there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's literally, like, it's not just Earwolf, right? It's everything, right? No, it's a lot. It's just started by I think by you. I think you Scott also Ackerman. get, like, fucking radio stations with that as well. Well, and you get extra podcasts and, like, things and, that are... Like Stitcher exclusive, and and I saw a study that said there's a bunch of Cole use, Cabana shit on there too. A study that said people who use Stitcher Premium are more likely to find random money on the ground that they can keep. Mm. Do you like random money? Or are you a fucking coward? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Unless you do it, then you're cool. Um, that's it for the plugs, I guess. That's it for the plugs. Yeah, Bosley's hair plugs. <laughs> Hims dot dot com slash boys. All right, um, so let's do it to it, Lars. Yeah, hmm. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. All right, so we'll we'll start on last Friday. Jesus, uh, SmackDown happened. It was a show. Bye. Cool. Yeah. What, wait, what happened? I don't I, remember I anything don't remember. that happened on SmackDown. I don't remember. Roman don't is on Team uh, Hot Dog. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, and was it Edge that came back? No, Edge. There was mm. reports that he was going to. Oh, but okay. I heard he might be coming back at the is, Royal Crown. Is Flair still um Flair's last guy still a mystery? It was McIntyre. Yeah, he oh, came out okay, on Monday okay. Night Raw. Oh, okay. Um, SmackDown just like it just like seemed like a show that happened. It um, was the first SmackDown post draft business, right? Yeah, yeah. I like Bailey and Sasha's promo with the Miz. That was cool. Mm-hmm. 
I just can't remember anything else from it. Yeah, it was to- nothing that consequential was happening. Uh, Cain, like Cain Velasquez. Well, yeah, Cain Velasquez ooh, came out and beat up Shelton Benjamin mm. for some reason. Because Shelton Benjamin's like, Brock Lesnar's my friend. I'm going to beat you up, Ray. It's mm. like, that awesome. was on Monday, wasn't it? Brock Dude, Lesnar has friends? I was, Shelton I, Benjamin. Uh, and Paul they, Heyman. Yeah, they went to college together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Collegiate friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Kevin James and uh, Mick Foley. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, Monday Night Raw. Uh, another show that just happened, except not a single woman was present on it in a sing- <laughs> for a single moment. So No way. There wasn't they're, a single woman's match or segment. They're all doing, like I think, promotional stuff overseas. There are, but there was also still, I think, 15 female main roster members who were still in the States. Were they? <laughs> yeah. All I know is that they like, were doing stuff overseas, like a lot of the top women, such as like Charlotte, I know was... Yeah, posting mm. stuff and everything like that. Yeah, there was still a good number who were still over here, though. And available to be and available used. raw. Yeah. And, like, also it's that they didn't even have a single set. Like, they didn't even have, like, a Becky video promo or anything. Yeah. Like, that That would have been super easy to do, even though they're, got, like, not there. Like, they didn't do have a single segment. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Ugh. Uh, Impact Zone. <laughs> oh, actually, I watched Impact. Yeah, should we watch, talk about Bone for Glory? Oh, quick? it was sick. Okay. Um they really had a couple opportunities to do something cool. So first off, Kylie Ray, I'm pretty sure, is just full time there now. Okay, yeah. which is again, it's really weird, really yeah. weird, but cool for her. So like, was it with her? It was in Chicago too. So yeah. So she left AEW mm-hmm. under some weird circumstances. Was it be? Was it money related? There's no way it's money related because she's just working the indies. Mm. Mm. Well, unless she like wanted to make less, and they're like, no, and she's like, well, I want to. I'm yeah. making too much money here. I don't know the circumstances. That's well, interesting. Nobody does. There's just yeah. a lot of rumor and innuendo. I just hope she's happy. I mean, she looks pretty happy. Yeah. Good. Um, they had like a geek battle royal that Eddie Edwards won, who has the weirdest hair now. Actually, I like the geek battle royal though, because like there's some cool surprises. Was Joey Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joseph Ryan and his penis were there, and he has signed to Impact. Yeah. Because they'll let him do indie dates as well. Yeah. And so they're just like, hey, you can do what you want, but just like be available like once every like six weeks to yeah. do tapings in Canada. And like I do because one of the things he said is they'll let him be him. And there's no he, way he, he could can, dick flip on TNT. Yeah, and that's that was my biggest thing. It's like they wouldn't let that happen on a on a network like that. Yeah. So and they probably uh are a little bit more stingy on those indie dates. Unless it's with AAA, they don't let anybody do indie dates in the states. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Aside from like very very specific things. Yeah. Okay. And any that you're seeing are probably obligations that already existed. That yeah. They're finishing up. Okay. Um. So yeah, good for Joey. I mean, he deserves the world. So. <sighs> yeah, uh, him and that penis are gonna go far. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Probably already gone. Probably gonna get ki- like shot. Just killed, get, like just... that kid. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Get ran do, over. They mm-hmm. do run over. By Xbox. By Eddie Kingston. It was actually uh That was old X Lax, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two two X Lax twice removed. Um the it's really cool because they're doing a lot of intermingling, like doing a lot of intergender stuff. Mm-hmm. So not only do they like somebody was trying to complain, like, hey, there's only one knockouts match, but yeah, Tessa is, is in the She was X, in the was she in the main event? The X Division so semi main the X Division match. Um you had Jordan Grace, uh Havoc, and Kylie Ray in the battle royal match which is like pick a title that you can challenge for and scott demore has said that jordan grace and tessa are going to end up being they're going to be a tag team and they're going to go for the tag team championships not like 
anything separate. Like, no, they're going to go for like the titles the against the North. Mm, that's yeah. rad. Cool. Um, but yeah, talk about the Tessa thing, because that's what I'm really curious about. So she was in the X Division battle, uh, sorry, ladder match, which was a fucking just... They did some really weird spots and dumb shit, which was fine by me. Yeah. Um, they got just some fucking crazy people. I forgot the guy who won was Ace Austin. Um, it was really weird because they had at the Antessa there, uh, AC Ramiro, who's uh, he was in the Double or Nothing battle with a real big fucker. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. That almost murdered Marco Stunt. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. He had legitimately signed his contract the night before. On Scott Demore's back on like an impact on Twitch show, which was fucking cool. Good for him. Well, it's like her and fucking, it's him and Tessa Blanchard up there at the top. Fucking boom. He goes through the fucking ladder and he almost dies. Oh. They didn't fucking gig this shit at all. It was a little bad. He's yeah. a big guy. He fucking died. I, I swear he was dead. Oh, and Lord. so the crowd is fucking on their feet. They're living. It's like, yes. And this other guy, Ace Austin, comes up, jumps up on the thing, pushes her down, grabs the paddle. A little deflating on that. But otherwise, they made her look like it wasn't like, oh, there's a, a woman in here. It's a um, just a fucking gimmick. It's like, oh, this is just Tessa Blanchard. She's just here. Yeah. 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 It's not like, oh, there's a woman. That's so cool. It's, Tessa's here because she deserves to be here. Right, right. It's just Tessa Blanchard. You're just another competitor. It wasn't a gimmicky, like, Intergender wrestling it was no. This is just who's the person that's in the match. It, I like that kind of feel to it mm-hmm. yeah. because it's like they're not trying to push like a weird narrative or anything. It's like no, she's one of our best competitors. Our best competitors are in the best matches. That's who one of them is. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, like you, you really hope that they have a story like, like planned out for her to like have now lost like two title chances. You know, like hope that they like. I have a reason, or like, I guess it wasn't a title, it was just Hurry versus Sammy that she lost before, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. And then, like, loses this. Like, you hope that there's a story that is pays off. Yeah. And with, like, him announcing that her and Jordan are going to be just going to be in the tag division, that makes me believe, like, okay, maybe they're going to do that. Like, mm-hmm. they can beat Ethan Page. Fuck Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, two women with the title is better than one. With the two heads are better than one. Yeah, that's the math. But like, yeah, isn't the knockouts division like the best part, or not the knockouts division? Just the women signed to Impact isn't that like the best part? It has of been. that show. It's been. Um, there, uh, it's it's they actually have a pretty good division. Oh, I think Kara Hogan was also in that battle royal. Though I think about it, there's a lot of people in that battle royal. Yeah, like I always forget. Like Sawyer Fulton signed there. Oh yeah, the former member of Sanity before Killian Dane debuted. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Fucker pulled his a- or tore his ACL, was out for a year, and then they fired him. Shit, damn. Um, there was some like there was some really good matches on that though. Like I thought that uh, Brian Cage versus Sammy Callahan was sick. Okay. Um, Sammy Callahan for as much as he's kind of a shit lord, he's a great wrestler, he can right? Fucking wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> he can talk. He has a voice like this. <laughs> it's me, I'm Sammy Callahan. Um, Brian Cage used his uh, Wolverine claw. Who fucking cut him open? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. Um, Brian Cage is a fucking machine. Mm-hmm. You can take that any way you want. He's the yeah. guy Brady was talking to. Yeah, right? actually talked to for like five minutes about like desserts. Yeah, so he's a talking machine as well yeah. as a fucking. He machine. He is huge and he has little guy boys. And he's super, I, super, just 
sweet and nice. Like they're talking about desserts. Like, oh my god, I gotta show you this. And he like <laughs> pulled out his phone to show like his personal like collection of like cupcake pics and all these stuff. He's like, Badass. he's like, I don't like to drink. I I don't really cheat on my diet. Except when it's cheat day, it's desserts. He's like, I just eat so many desserts. <laughs> yeah, if you go to a, a StarCast or a Wrestle thing, take Ashley with you, and you will be able to speak to every wrestler you want to speak to. Hell yeah. Because she's good at speaking, and I am not. She's really good at just like being, oh my god. Well, <laughs> she makes it, she just is super chill with them. She doesn't like mark out. She's just like... I didn't see her meet ass man, so I don't know. That that was a mark out. <laughs> oh. That was that was like me, like you like talking to Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> yeah, uh, my friend really like likes you. I don't know what to say. I do too. Mm-hmm. Will you uh, sign this to, to my name, and I'm going to give it to them? I love that. It makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also another person that's a shit lord, um, Michael Elgin fought mm-hmm. uh, Marafuji from Processing Noah. And I love Marafuji. He has, he's everybody. If you haven't watched him, check out his stuff from Noah. Also, check out like when he was doing stuff with New Japan, like him versus Okada. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like his run in the G1s and stuff is always great. He's a fantastic wrestler. Him versus Kenta is a great feud if you want to go walk down that Noah trail. Um, they had a good match. It was a little slow, like for, but it was like a very like Japanese strong style match. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, it was just a it was a solid pay per view. Like they always have solid pay per views. Mm, nice. Uh, Taya versus Tennille Dashwood, like for the knockout title, that was a good match. I mean they they're they're just they're doing their thing. And like what jo- Joey Ryan said, it's like they've been a consistent show for the last two years. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't really argue because everything that he would want to do, there's, there's they they do. Mm-hmm. It's like they do the intergender stuff. They let you do your indie dates. Like yeah, people can like go in and do different things. So it's like this makes so much sense for mm-hmm. him to have. Like some cool, like yeah. like full time money coming in, but then also get to still be Joey Ryan everywhere else, run his promotion, do the things. That so he does. is it sort of just like, uh, like availability as far as like how it's seen? That's kind of kept it under the radar. I mean, like I know, like obviously AEW has a crazy amount of hype and money and money, but like mm-hmm. it seems like if they've been around for two years and like obviously, I mean, I'm aware of Impact and have been for a long time, but it's like you feel you like say two years. You said they've been killing it for two years. That's what he said. Yeah, and oh, that's, that, said. that's how long they have been killing it. They've been. I know. I. I, I they've been watching, around for. I remember watching seventeen years. Yeah, I remember watching Impact when I was like, you know, around the Sunday night heat times. Yeah, um, it's because they still have some of that. Like they will always have TNA stink on them. Yeah, and because they, no matter how good they've been in the past, they've always fallen back into like stupid like garbage. Yeah. Um, you mean that six sided ring? Well. You think that was garbage? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, but also, this is the first time that they're under new, like a new regime. Like there isn't the same people that were always there to fall back into the the garbage this mm. time. So well, it'll just take them a long time. And TNA was like where AJ Styles and Samoa Joe yeah, yeah. and all those mm-hmm. guys got noticed, right? Yeah, but Ring then of they, Honor was kind of where they first got noticed, but when they got noticed on a bigger stage, yeah, was TNA. So was, TNA was bigger than Ring of Honor. Yes. At one yeah. Point. Okay. Um, I mean, like, but then, like, you know, there's that, like, era where there's so many good people, but then they like, bring in a bunch of old, like, just old dudes and just well, kill their Sting own. Sting and Hogan was, were there, right? Sting, Sting was sick. Sting was there forever and okay. was good. Okay. Um, it was Hogan. It was Booker T. Wasn't it, Flair there at one point? It was point? Flair, Flair versus Flair. Foley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Foley. Like, it was. Okay. Like, Jeff Hardy. Has Foley wrestled in every promotion? 
Not AEW. <laughs> it's true. He can't get cleared by any doctor. Yeah, but nah. like when he was a full time wrestler, yes, that's, basically, that's insane. Because he major small stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah. You had like Kevin Nash, Scott Hall past their primes. Yeah. Um. He's collecting that paycheck nasty after they boys. retire. Yeah. In like 2009, and, and the nasty. Boys. Even like even though he was doing really great work there, like Kurt Angle was the like consistent top dude in the promotion. And when he's there, and then there's also all these old timers, it just feels only old time. Yeah, Scott mm-hmm. Steiner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's who's, actually where all of Scott Steiner's good stuff. Are. Who's the, still going, and, right? Yeah, and the, the thing is, like, they would take anybody from WWE and like automatically they'd be champion. Like, oh, no okay. offense to fucking Christian Cage, Christian. I thought he was very underutilized, but he like was their champion. Like, showed up. Oh, you're champion, it, Jeff Hardy. It, it, show up, you're champion. Yeah, oh, okay. and like Christian did really good fucking work in TNA. Like some of, like better than some of his WWE shit. But it was that he it was immediate and that that was just normal. Okay. Even like fucking like guys like Matt Morgan and fucking Mister Anderson and fucking Anderson Kennedy. Did uh ECW guys go there ever? Yeah, they, they had a pay-per-view called Hardcore Justice that was essentially another ECW reunion show. Okay. They okay. literally, I actually have that angle going on right now. They have, it's RVD, Sabu. Sabu. Oh, yeah, RVD oh. and Rhino. Yeah, RVD, RVD Rhino. Rhino in 2019. <laughs> yeah, RVD, Rhino, and Sabu have been a faction this Sabu year. Sabu was also in the Battle Royal. Oh, Lord. That sucks. Wow. So, like, that's the things that, like, hurts them. Then they got kicked off of Spike because they were doing decent numbers. That's because that's what I was watching. They were doing they were like better mm-hmm. than AEW NXT numbers. Mm-hmm. Lots of people were watching TV, but they still a, take into account like streaming point, services too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, not at the level that, like they were doing, still doing better. Yeah, and they got kicked off. This is just kind of why people always say like "lol TNA, lol Impact." Is they were told don't hire Vince Russo again. Dixie fucking Carter, the fucking witless wonder. Um, Still that from Harry Potter, by the way. Um, fucking like they were talking and see, they cc'd fucking Mike Johnson of Dirt Sheet fame, and it was talking about and Vince Russo was on the chain, and then they're like, "Oh no, don't tell anybody." And he's like, "That's my fucking job." Yeah, because yeah, they, right. they hired him and kept it secret. Why what? he's not that? Like, no, oh, we gotta have a the hot bro. commodity. And I so write good stories. They bro. got <laughs> they got dumped from Spike because of it. That's weird. You would think Spike would want Vince Russo. No, no nobody no. wants nobody. Vince Russo. This was like this was after he had already had a run in TNA that had killed the company. But I would say <laughs> if there was if there was a basic cable television network that screamed Vince Russo, it was a Spike TV. Yeah, was the, wasn't that the height of Spike is like, TV for men. Yeah, it's like, yeah, check out he, this he, show, it's called Boobies and Beer. But, they, but also, they knew what their audience was show. and put on shows that people would watch. Vince Russo was not that. No matter what TNA is, like, Vince Russo is not a draw. Like, after his like after WCW, they may want TNA, if you will, on mm-hmm. TNA, <laughs> but nobody wants Vince Russo's nonsensical shit. Yeah, yeah. we're just dealing with him. Or, yeah, yeah. And then they, they brought in Hogan and Bischoff in 2009. They changed a bunch of shit. Tried to go head to head with WWE on the night they brought back Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in the same ring. Oh. That was the first time Bret Hart had been on the program in 12 years. <laughs> They went head to head. They changed the Mondays for that, and they ate so much of course. fucking shit for that. You, like he is obviously full of a lot of shit, but 
I'd recommend anyone go listen to the Something to Wrestle episodes of, about Bruce Pritchard's time in TNA because it is illuminating at how badly that company was run. They hired like, a guy who was just like a production guy, not even like not a wrestling production guy, such a production guy, John Gaborik, mm. to be a wrestling production guy for TNA. Just they're like, you're on creative now because like we knew you were over there, but in totally different roles. Yeah, wow. It's like one's a Kaiser role, one was a Hawaiian. Oh, role. dude, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take totally either. <laughs> well, there's our impromptu deep dive on TNA and Impact. Oh, that's <laughs> just touch. That's just barely. Oh, dipping. if we want to, there's our on, surface skim on TNA. Yeah, yeah. if we want to yeah. get into some TNA shit, we will. We talk. should sometime. Oh, yeah. it's it's interesting. I'm gonna because... let you know here before you say this. Vince Russo had a um, a group of people, a faction that was called Sports Entertainment Extreme. Sick. Well, yeah, dude. Sex. Yeah, bro. Sex, um, sex, also, bro. the fucking was it New Age Punk? No, the New Age Outlaws. There called themselves Voodoo Kin Mafia, which is a nonsense word, but just to get the letters VKM to make fun of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. It was Sick. it was uh, Asman Road Dog on drugs and our truth. Wait, what? Did, what did they go by? VK? What was it? Voodoo Kin Mafia. They could have come up with something way better for VKM. They could have, and but. They did not. Vital kill machines. Oh, I believe sorry. this was at the height of Rodog's drug addiction. Yeah. But, mm. They had shoot interviews where they just were burying Triple H, and then he gets sober and he's like, Yeah, I was an idiot. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Let's talk about the Wednesday Night Wars. You want to start with NXT or oh. AEW? Oh, oh, you have more? Well, Monday Night Raw. I thought oh. Raw was a, like, as far as like the wrestling <laughs> and stuff was really sick. It was. I, I liked it. Uh, what did Corbin do? Yeah, there's Corbin shit. I cool. don't know. I don't think he. he I just, there. I just want. He wasn't there. No, because he's on SmackDown now. Oh, okay. No, dude. I yeah. job. I jobbed out to a Toyota Yaris this weekend. <laughs> wow, what a yeah. job! I know. By way of Honda CRV. Oh no. I know. Um. So it opens with Ric Flair. Um, introducing McIntyre's his last pick, which is sick. It makes McIntyre feel important. Uh, then they have a match with Ricochet, and holy shit! Like yeah. they let this match just go, yeah. and that was like the first match of the night. And it was, I was like, okay, fuck yeah, this is badass. So this is the first RAW after all the drafts and everything. So mm-hmm. it's like introducing people to the roster, and fuck, that was such a good match. It made both of them look really strong. Ricochet got to do his moves, but he never did his six thirty, so he didn't like get his finish buried. Um, Drew McIntyre looked like a fucking beast. Those two together are great because Drew can work with small guys and he can move that speed. Yeah. And then Ricochet can fly around and bump his and like, fucking dink off for it. I, yeah. I know his dink. I know that Ricochet's a star and I know he's fine. And he's com- he's coming out more but, and more like one. But yeah, when is the last time he won a match? Um, I think last week. Was it? And the week before. I he wins like, a lot. I feel like he's been on such a losing streak. I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't watch WWE product. I only watch AEW Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, you have to be of higher intelligence yeah. to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't understand it. Guys. You wouldn't you wouldn't get it. It's too good. <laughs> uh, I thought that was really good. They did um Sin Carvis as Andrade, which again got a lot of time and it yeah, was, that was cool. really good. It was cool to see Sin Cara. Yeah, he he's he still can move really well too, and he's like mm-hmm. in his forties now. Yeah. The second Sin Cara, and 
Andrade looks great. They, fucking Zelina Vega did one of the coolest spots I've was seen. The handstand in into the Rana. Yeah, she did yeah. like a fucking handstand into a fucking Rana onto the Hell floor. Yeah. It was so good. Andrade looks good. Beats in car. And then they show Humberto Carrillo in the back. Fucking being like, all right, that's cool. And then they talk to him. And he's like, yeah, like Andrade, you know, you got to be on your game when you're fighting Andrade because you have to fight both of them. He's like, Andrade is a future universal champion, but I'm going to beat him there. He's like, and I'll be a champion that doesn't burn shit. Yeah, like, it was very yeah. good. What uh, was uh, I enjoyed that he was wearing his T-shirt underneath his like ring gear cape when he like doesn't wear the shirt out to the ring with that cape. So it's like I'm gonna like I'm a little chilly backstage, but I also <laughs> want my cape on. I'll take off. I'll take off the cape. Take off the shirt. Then put the cape back on. Yeah. To then take off the cape for my match later. <laughs> Maybe it's just the putting on and taking off of the cape that's so enticing. Uh, I don't have a cape. But I bet I would be putting it on and taking it we'll off. Get, we'll get often. to these two later. But, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder fought the Viking Raiders. Mm. And fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they, they seem like the biggest jobbers. Like, How long? Maybe we'll get Pyro. And then they walk out to no Pyro. Yeah. Viking Raiders beat them. They got some offense, actually, because they're not like super jobbers. They're just jobbers to the stars. Who, who was it that Seth took on? Uh, Umberto Carrillo. That's right. I, oh, wow. Which is cool, mm-hmm. except Seth is such a fucking dork. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, hey, bro, I, I see I see you over here. You know what? You know what? You think you're so hot? How about we do this right now? How about I show you hot by burning you down? That's Put it. you on fire. So, and, uh, honestly, like the, the angle's sick because it makes sense. Like, Umberto said that, and he's like, dude, you're talking shit. Let's go fucking settle it. It's the way... It's the way Seth, that you already hate Seth. I don't hate Seth. I I I like Seth. I like mm-hmm. all these wrestlers. You said you hate Colby Lopez. I never. <laughs> no, that said was that. Zach. That was me. <laughs> no, that was that was that was Matt. It you was name, last it, week. Oh, when it was wasn't here. Yeah, no, you Matt name, was here. You name one wrestler that I don't like. Do it. Colby Lopez. Do it. I like them all. That's true. Taichi. I like them all, and I want to root for Seth, but I don't like the promo. Made sense. Hulk Hogan. I don't think so. It's this whole like. How doesn't it not? It's like oh, it, like it came across. It's very much like oh, okay, you're the new kid on the block. Like let's see what you got, and that's fine. It's just Seth is such a cheese ball. It's because you hate Seth. I don't hate Seth. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know where you would get that from, other than I think he's a cheese ball. You saying you hate Seth? <laughs> I don't recall this, but I jobbed out to a Yaris so. No, but um, so the, that match I thought was really sick. Um, they showed a lot of what Umberto can do, and then having the match was cool. Having Seth then afterwards like go and shake his hand, be like, "All right, kid, like you got it." And then apparently everybody loved the match backstage. Like Vince is super high on Umberto Carrillo because he's a young kid, good looking, can work with like his top guys already. Didn't like flounder under pressure. He's a, a Latin, like a Latin American guy that can go out there and cut promos in English. That's very big for Vince. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's an American company, and I'm I'm glad he's getting the attention. I just thought it was cheesy as fuck. It, it's it's such a pro wrestling thing, and this was a very Heyman show because they showcased a lot of these new guys. They had like a video package for like Buddy Murphy, they, mm-hmm. and like all those guys that are coming in, like all of Heyman's new workhorse guys that are like underutilized. Alistair Black beat the shit out of some jobber. Yeah. Kicked him in the face so fucking hard. Yeah. Oh my God, his face fell off. Um it was just a great it was a great fucking match. I I, I had a good time. Raw was fun. Nice. Yeah, Street Profits made their raw debut. I mm-hmm. love the way they did this because they're like against uh the OC. the OC, right? So it was really cool because it's like an established team. They're like, we're gonna bring back up and then 
like they just come out by themselves. And I like it because whoever they're introducing or is going to come out would overshadow who, like they, them and their debut. Mm-hmm. So by having Kevin Owens come out, make the quick save, like, hey, I'll have your back, but it doesn't overshadow them. Yeah. He goes, gets a bit, the, the fucking powerbomb on uh, fucking AJ, beats him up, sends him packing. He goes up then to the stage and lets them have their moment. So it's like you get the cool pop from that. AJ versus KO set. Street prof- Profits win. They go out and fucking dance with the baby. Yeah, they did. And like, uh, it was so Montez Ford, like, just starts dancing with this baby. And you can see Angelo Dawkins being like, oh, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> that baby looks stoked. Yeah, I'm sure the yeah. baby was stoked, but it's like, that's risky. <laughs> that baby looked excited. <laughs> I, I saw a gif that where Kevin Owens was like, you know what? I like you guys. I think you guys so much. I might not even turn on you. <laughs> <laughs> I love self aware Kevin Owens. That's yeah, great. I, I just, I, I love what they were doing. It made the new people feel like stars. It made them feel bigger. I'll say it felt like a lot of times there when was I a watch... di- there was a direction, and it was yes. these new guys are going to be our fucking guys here. And that's what I like about what's going on with Paul Heyman, uh, where it I watched all three hours and it didn't feel like three long oh, hours. That's good, which is not usual. Yeah, I loved it. Montez Ford changed his profile picture to the picture of the baby. That oh, baby's yeah. also dressed like Hulk Hogan, so boo! Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, I'm so sorry. You, the wrestler you don't like, Hulk Hogan. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is but he like, pretty good in the ring? Is that what you're going to say? No. You can't even say that. <laughs> no. Uh, as Bret Hart said, 10 promo, uh, one in the ring. <laughs> you know, he's uh, 10 promo, but uh, one in the ring. <laughs> Unlike me, who's 10 on both. I'm actually a 20 in the ring, so it makes up for anything yeah, else. You're good in the ring, Brett. I'm 30 in the ring. Yeah, Brett, you can be as many numbers in the ring as you want, but... I'm still a it, 10 promo. When, yeah, sure. Mm, doctor, is, doctor of Charisma, Brett ma- Hart. Maybe with your 20 in the ring and, you know, you'd, those two things would average to yeah, being a 10 mean each. average. All right, Matt, here we go. Promo off right now. Yeah. All right, Matt Stone <laughs> at WrestleMania, you're going to tap out to the sharpshooter. <laughs> and now I go? Yeah. Brett, at WrestleMania, you know what I'm going to do? You're supposed to be better than him. <clears throat> oh, how about you let me get through it? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Wow, how about I start over wow, now? you can't even, uh, can't even call a promo with distractions. What? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I failed. I fucking failed real hard. Brett Hart's better than you. What? My new book. What? <laughs> <laughs> Brett Hart, Better Than Matt Stone by Brett Hart. <laughs> no, just Brett Hart's better than you. Oh, that's good. And it just lists everybody that I know. Wait, and it talks that, about how I'm better than them. Is there a forward by MJF? The for, it's a forward by me. <laughs> forward by the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. I'm better than MJF. <laughs> I'm better than myself. Wow. <laughs> um. All right. AEW NXT. Where you want to start? Start off with uh, AEW because uh, NXT had probably the biggest <laughs> surprise. Yeah. NXT yeah. had more to talk about. Yeah. Private Party sucks. Ooh, that's a really that's hot, a take. hot take. They really don't at all. They're not good. They have zero charisma. They're fucking. They're young bucks light, and they're not even good at being the young bucks. They're boring. They make. They made me not like a Lucha Bros mass match. That is a lot. That's a lot. That's and a lot. None of it's cr- accurate. I They're mean, very green. I'll give you that. I yeah. I I you saying that makes me want to go back and rewatch it because um, I never get that when I. Here's watch what that. I'll say. I, you know, was as bored by this match as I am by Young Bucks matches. 
So do you not like th- this is a question because it's hot take. Hot I, ag- take I agree on how green they are and it takes me out of it, especially like the striking, the selling stuff like that. Yo, those kicks made me upset. <laughs> I think that they can they can just do that like spot style indie like match. Yeah, they're pretty, good at flipping. That's cool. They but... can do cool moves and stuff. And I think they have a like they have some charisma. I, I can see why people are super into them. Am I as into them as uh, a majority of people? No, because again, like the strikes and the selling kind of like hold me back a little. Again, I, I come from the the Bret Hart era and it's Shawn Michaels camp and that stuff was really put together a bit more. Is my biggest cup of tea. I, mean, I, I one of my favorite wrestlers right now is Roderick Strong, who we'll get to later. Yeah, who does all that shit really well, but he's also like fucking thirty eight. Yeah, these dudes haven't been wrestling too long, so I okay. try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I don't think they suck. I just I when you. Win against the Young Bucks, and you're trying to be put over as this great team. I think you need to be great. And like when I say they don't have any charisma in the ring, like I look at Santana and Ortiz who are making faces the whole time. I look at like Chuck and Trent who are just fun. Yeah. They're they're different characters. Okay, no, that makes sense. I just I I think they're they're insanely athletic. They're very good at that stuff, but like. When he was just trying to kick and it just nothing. There's nothing behind that kick. Right. It, his if he would have made contact, he would have broken his his little leg. <laughs> um I I just don't understand why they're getting strapped like they are. They shouldn't have beat the young bucks. There's some booking decisions <laughs> that AEW's made that I'm not so sure of. I think we yeah. talked about this last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and it was like they don't want to be labeled as like the Triple H is like they're going over because they, they're the except for Cody. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and that's that's cool. They should have fought someone else first. Um I just I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I just I'm not sold yet. Yeah, yeah. And, I feel and that. I will eat my words if I am wrong, and that's fine. No, about that okay. side of the table, what do you guys think? <laughs> uh, I miss I missed that match. I got home after it started, but uh, I saw some like clips from it. I I feel fine about them. Like I don't know what I under the umbrella of AEW. I like what they bring to the table, where it feels sloppier. I don't know. It feels like good WCW, and I like that. That was what I fucking. That was that's. I have memories tied to to the feeling I get when I watch AEW. They deliver mm-hmm. well, and they delivered fucking well on this episode. But when you see people, you're like a positive Brady, <laughs> Posy Brady. I don't like that. I mean, I like Brady, but I'm not. But I'm me. Yeah, I'm my own man. No, Brett. just when it comes to the WCW, like yeah, like love and like looking back at that era very nostalgically instead of yeah. like. Noticing that there was also a dumpster fire happening. I haven't yeah. gone back and watched a ton of it. But, oh, it's uh, oof, it's oh, rough. You need to. Oh my god. But maybe I like to let it live in my memory. As, no, uh, but I also probably shouldn't be uh, fucking like hyping it up if I go back and I'm like, oh damn, that sucks. <laughs> oh, a lot of it does. <laughs> I, and Even not, when it's good, it's yeah, really yeah. bad. Yeah, I just had a lot of fun watching it when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. But like uh, a- AEW has that same feeling of like, oh, this feels like slapped together and i am i i like that it's it feels very diy which i always fuck with but they have more money than vince yeah mm-hmm. yeah they do but they don't know what they're doing and i think that's kind of where it's i mean not against them they just haven't done this before mm-hmm. and so that's what i think is super intriguing about aew is watching the wheels turn to see mm-hmm. how they get better week to week uh and i love what they're doing like backstage and there were some phenomenal matches this week oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah this was the episode i enjoyed the most 
I it's gonna take me a lot to not to to like really really like AEW. I think. Yeah. And it's weird because like I love so many wrestlers on it. I love and I like love individual matches and even be like, you know, like I'm more positive about Private Party than like Derek is. Yeah. But. Man, some, I, I mean, so, just saying that, oh, they're fine, would be po- more positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't like them. That'd be more positive. Um, <laughs> man, there's there's just something, and I, I honestly think it's booking so far yep. that I don't connect with. And, mm-hmm. like, also, because I get, I get, like, easily annoyed by, like, bullet babe detected level of, like, AEW marks mm-hmm. um, because they're out there. And, like, yeah. I just – I. Something's yeah. not connecting, and I hope it does. Like, I like this episode a lot. I there's just like some weird, like, for all the stuff they're talking about, like changing wrestling, mm-hmm. changing the world. That, like, that's a good, yeah. Why the fuck does Jericho have a live mic up in his like luxury booth that Cody can't get turned and, off? And the editing like, is bad. Like, they, they, I mean, they're still learning, but there's so many uh, uh, weird cuts oh, out of nowhere. Yeah. There's cringe, like straight up cringy moments, like the last two weeks, especially for sure. Like when you have uh, well, this week, especially, but like last week or whatever, when you had Jericho in the ring being like, oh, it's dead and buried. Oh, bad creative. And it's like, ooh, fourth wall. And then like this week when Cody's in the ring and they're like blasting the air horns, he's like, this isn't the product we left, Chris. Yeah, that I can come fu- out and, oh, that gives you like, that's, that's like secondhand that embarrassment. Was, that fucking sucks. Cody doing a Triple H entrance when he wasn't even wrestling? I, I, I told Brady that he's kinda, Cody Hurst Helmsley. Oh, man. But, like, dude, coming out with a big yeah. entrance, looking like an anime villain when you're not even wrestling, fuck yes. I, I'm almost more into that because, like, that feels somehow more self-aware than the other shit that's just yeah, like, yeah. why the, f- like, why, you're talking about, like, there's no invisible wall, but why the fuck does Jericho have a mic if he's just a paying fan <laughs> yeah. in a luxury booth? Yeah. Cody could just be like, hey, guys, turn off that mic. He right. runs the production of the show. Mm-hmm. Like it's that kind of stuff. It's just like, just like if you're gonna say it's and more realistic. Like they say, like we're not gonna insult the fans. Yeah, you. it's like that ain't fucking insulted me. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's shit that keeps insulting me, and it's because they're saying they're not. Me. So I have a question. It's going off of this. Um, I wanted to make sure and let you get words in on on AEW before I dive into this portion of it. Before we go on more, do you think AEW gets a lot more of a pass? Because it has, like what you're saying, that DIY feel, even though it is monetarily has more money than the WWE does. Granted, not all of it goes into the wrestling product. Sure, sure. But do you think it gets it because it has, like, the indie guys as the face, even though it is a fucking large corporation? Now? Does it mm-hmm. get that passed because of that? Do people turn the blind eye to stuff like what, like what Zach was talking about and being, like, yeah, well, I insulting? Think, I think that's kind mm-hmm. of exactly it, where it's like... It's in this it's sense, like a subconscious thing with a lot of fans well, I think that don't necessarily like mm-hmm. want to critique it. Yeah, well, because it's like it's it's a cool situation to be like, oh, we know like this from the ground up. We know how this started, where they came from. It's a story you can sink your teeth into and want to root for. It's an underdog story, and so I think it gets a pass when it's a little sloppy. Uh, because it's like, oh man, look at them go, you know, like I want to see where it yeah. goes. But like, I don't think that means they shouldn't be criticized. I think that means they should be held to a higher standard. I don't think they should take themselves super seriously. Uh, but I think that's a, an odd thing to run into because you have to have the show be entertaining and engaging and want to come back to it. And you can't just go like goof off and have it be like a two hour episode of being the elite in the ring. You know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. So it, I think they're in a weird position. And I'm not saying I love everything about the the company. And I honestly, this week, like NXT watching that, it's like, and we'll get to it, I know. But when you watch NXT, it's what like- What a well-fucking-oiled machine. It's just, it's a well-oiled yeah. machine. And from like beat to beat to the, the announcers to everything. I'm going to say this. JR- Please retire, man. I, <laughs> it's I'm, bad. Shivani, I, I, I would love Shivani and Excalibur as a two man. Mm-hmm. That would be great. And Jr. is you awesome. You can hear Shivani's love of pro wrestling yes. just growing back day by yeah. day. Yeah, and like I would love Jr. do like backstage interviews, be a part of the team. C- come on, like on pay per views, pay per views. Yes. Yeah, but week to week, it, it's rough. Like my <laughs> like. I he am, doesn't know anything about the wrestlers. Yeah, like I, I realized last week watching it in a bar without being able to hear uh, Jr. That that was the way I prefer. Yeah, like I like so there were times when like I was I was doing other stuff while watching AEW this week and like I was watching with headphones in and if I needed to do something I'd just like I wouldn't pause it I would just like take out my headphones mm-hmm. and sometimes I didn't put my headphones back on. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. but I think that's why they get that pass. It's because it's an underdog story that people feel like they can get into. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I, it's also annoying. Do they, do they do you des- want... deserve the pass though? When you have billions of dollars now, it's, I think it deserves, I don't think it deserves a pass. I think it does deserve a, like, a, maybe a little bit longer leash to be like, Hey, like, it's a, like, we're, you're learning stuff. It's okay. Like, that's fine. Just be like, but still calling out like the shit that they should change. Like, and also like how cringy it is every single time they like, Take shots at the other side. Like, yeah, don't it, do that. Just ignore them, right? Just do your thing. Just do your thing. Yeah. Like, it makes you seem desperate. And like, when you're taking shots at the other side, like, I like when, when they could, <sighs> when they are flourishing, when they're putting on, you're compete like competing in a head to head with their other show that is, like we're saying, a well oiled machine. It's an mm-hmm. Ivan Drago. And you're Rocky from Rocky One. Will they lose? <laughs> Well, no, I mean the the part of Rocky one where the fight starts, but it's not over. But it's like <laughs> so guess, NXT is ultimately it's Rocky win. from Rocky one against Ivan Drago, and he couldn't beat Ivan Drago in Rocky one. But that, I don't. That's a weird one. Do you do you want my strong worded opinion? I I asked the questions to get you guys' opinions on it. Um, I think they get a pass because AEW fans are blind marks who miss the Attitude Era and the elites there. So I I have to say partially yes, partial no because it's a different demographic. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's closer to people are like our age or like also people. That's who true. Did, it's it's not necessar- for kids. They say shit and like didn't necessarily watch during the Attitude Era. It's people yeah, yeah. who have come on board to like it's new. Be, yeah, because of New Japan and the Elite mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, um it's just. I'm overly critical of it when I shouldn't be. Sometimes I just like having strong opinions about something, and this is the easiest thing I can have also, a strong I think opinion just about. Like the hyperbole they were using, and just like everything that was going beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's like we're gonna change the world because yeah, uh, even like the feeling there at all in, and the feeling mm-hmm. at double nothing, like fucking we're changing the world. I'm there, yeah, like yeah. Yes, living Our... me up with your fucking power, but like the... yeah, and also like I just so some of the cracks showing. Like I th- we talked about this, I think last week, but talking about like how badly they've handled their women's division so far yep um compared to like again yeah look over at what nxt had this week which we'll talk about like Mm -hmm. their women's division is buck wild and like being handled well top to bottom and i think like three different matches (laughs) like next week is like a women's wrestling like showcase on nxt 
versus like at AEW, like they have like all, a lot of names and stuff, but then like and like the Britsburg stuff was cool, but I think they should have made it again a more high profile match or it something. It feels like they only have the store a storyline at the top of the card, kind of. Yeah, like, they haven't given us much to like really sink our teeth into in the women's division, like in a mid card or anything like that. Yeah. Um. And like, I really enjoy Kenny Omega. He is one of the best wrestlers of all time. Um, this is the least I've cared about him in his wrestling career. I because yeah, I think it's because he had his best matches already against Okada, mm. and now it's probably. But it's, those are like those are all these. Those are four of the top. Yeah, they're the best. Four <laughs> of the maybe top yeah. seven matches of all time. So like, it's like when when I look at things, it's like I always want them to get better. But Kenny's like, I mean. I mean, I loved both of the matches he had with Janela. I mm-hmm. love them. They're very good. Um, and I really do like Kenny Omega, and I'm excited to see what happens. But, like, right now I'm just, like, I'd literally watch AEW for Chuck and Trent, <laughs> um, maybe Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, and Jimmy. Yeah. I So, with Kenny, like, because I was thinking about that, too. I think that, I mean, obviously New Japan is a whole different – world yeah, i mean different. where it's like but with with a huge legacy behind it, a huge legacy with that iwgp title mm-hmm. and a huge story behind that leading into it and so i think with this that's another thing with aew so much is still unestablished mm-hmm. that it's it's like oh like i i think i'm still in like the giving it a pass stage to be like all right like get your footing mm-hmm. but it is discouraging when you see like oh okay they have all these phenomenal women on the roster and like, I love like Rio and I think that's great that she's champ, but it's also like, oh, but show me who she is more mm-hmm. than, or like, sh- show me more than, than just like Nyla Rose as your bad guy, Brit as your like kind of top, like face, but B also as your bad wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. B as one knocking everybody out. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm excited to watch it every week. Like, I'm never like, oh fuck, I have to watch AEW. Yeah. If I didn't want to watch it, I wouldn't watch it. My time's precious. I could be playing Hollow Knight during that time. Of course. Um, but Derek, you want to switch? You can do both. No, I have to pay attention to one thing at a time, mm. or I don't retain it. Fair enough. Just don't pay attention to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm rooting for it. I want it to win. Right. I enjoy seventy percent of it very much. Um, but it's I think I like looking at it kind of at an outsider's perspective instead of a. Hey, yo. Oh, the, I definitely distance myself from like the the AEW because yeah, thank you. Because that's I feel like, like before you go, I feel like I'm the only one that ever hears like your little one liners and jokes, and they're always really good. We are usually making eye contact, and I think a lot of it is I I have a friend um, who is a trans person who is so upset by Jake Hager. Um, Mm -hmm. and like they, they spoke to Cody and the young bucks in person and the young bucks were like, very like, yeah, we don't tolerate that shit. AEW is for everyone. We want you guys to be happy. And they feel betrayed. Yeah. Like I I noticed, but they're also one of those marks. He has a uh, fight. Oh, really? I was, I was hoping it was in retaliation to his fucking, cause he, he, I don't, I'm not on Twitter, but he tweeted some, uh, transphobic stuff. He retweeted a transphobic thing and then deleted it. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Someone at AEW told him to delete it probably. Yeah. Cause that dude does not like, he is not one, not smart enough to realize he should delete it on his own. Okay. Two, cause he believes it. He, two, he believes it. Like, Mm -hmm. and, Say that, you know, like, as a, like, genderqueer person myself, I feel very similar. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, and 
Like, I just, and I, I don't like, I mean, fucking WWE has AJ Styles in it. I don't believe that AJ's yeah. actually learned. There's, but so I like can like I can put that shit aside because I love wrestling and I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not everyone has that same feeling and no one should have. Well, and WWE doesn't go around being like, we're for everybody. We're the inclusive brand. I mean, that's where it's like, they do when it's for marketing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. When it's, when it makes them And that's kind of what it seems like. It seemed like they, now it kind of seems like AEW was doing it for marketing. Uh, I believe that. So I believe that the elite and like Brandy and all them, I believe they, I believe that they truly think they're doing a good job. But they but are like they're not the, the decision makers. They, that makes sense. They are stereotypical, like you know, quote unquote allies that like go to Pride and but then okay. don't like do the yeah, shit. Yeah. The rest the, don't do the work the rest of the year to actually be good allies. Yeah, they're like and, yeah. and like they're very like you know like you see that a lot. And I think that's kind of where they're at. I believe Co- I believe Kenny is legit. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like he's one of them. He's also kind of the quietest, most behind the scenes one of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for the, all the growing the young bucks have done, i still think they come from being good Christian boys, mm-hmm. um, which I same here. So I get it, but I don't think that they're ever going to be at the level where they are educating themselves to be like actively gr- good allies, mm-hmm. except when it's for corporate marketing. Right, mm-hmm. right. And at the end of the day, Tony Khan's funding him. Maybe he loved Jack Swagger. I mean, that's the thing. It was a Jericho call. It was. Oh, and Jericho's yeah. Jericho is like that, you know, that dad who like, if you talk to him about some shit, he'll understand your point. Yeah. But it will never fully change. Like, his feeling of like, oh, you should work with, you know, be able to work with people you have difference of opinion on. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah so fucking tired. Some Ellen's degenerous yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Jericho's Yang Gang is also old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think, though, that main ski? I mean, listen, no, I mean there's, there's talk- more we need to talk about. Okay, let's go for it. But I, I'm interested. <laughs> we need to talk, to talk about, about what I liked. Oh, well, then let's get to it. Uh, Young Bucks versus Best Friends. I thought it was a yeah. cool showcase for the Best Friends to yeah. kind of show a lot more of what they can do. It was just PWG in 2014 because it was Rick Knox in the ring. <laughs> Young oh, Bucks yeah. versus Best Friends. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sick. I, I, it was great. And Orange Cassidy did great. The, the yeah. shin kick music was real fun. <laughs> shin kick music. Um, I really, because the Young Bucks just lost, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll put another team over. So I was like, nope, gotta stay strong. Brother. I was like, <laughs> waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was like, Fuck. When they kicked out a strong zero, I knew they were gonna. Okay. They were gonna well, and then win. they did the fucking bit more bang for your buck but or that, whatever. Well, mm. That surprised yeah. me because that usually isn't doesn't finish people anymore. Okay, no. but I I was bummed. Like they got me, yeah. but like it's fine. Like it's Chuck and Trent. They got two hug spots. Like yeah, and the Bucks hugged and they got um, the camera. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. I was also doing other stuff <laughs> while watching it. Um. I. But. I just, I mean, anytime I see Chuck and Trent, it makes my day better. Yeah. Um, they just got to showcase what they can do. And like, you always forget how fucking good Trent is. Yep. Mm-hmm. That dude can bump his fucking dink off. And Orange Boy, like, he got to do his spots. I'm wondering, I'm excited to see what they end up doing with him. Or if he's just going to be a just, gimmick. If he's just Chuck and Trent's friend. <laughs> I, I think that he's going to be that for a long time. And it's going to be almost like... St- like Sting in the Rafters esque when okay. 
he finally has a real thing. He's it's going to mean a lot because it's been so long. He's going to fucking have a match with Kenny for some reason. Yeah, like you have... <laughs> or he'll be in like a fucking battle royal to get like a number one contendership or something. And people are will think like, oh, he's just being lazy through this too. But then he'll like turn it on just like to win it last minute. Yeah, yeah. That's like, the thing, the, the, like that David Starr match. Yeah, like yeah. that David Starr The match. second he like turns it on for the first time, I think people are going to go nuts. Yeah. Um... There'll Can't. be a whole lot of nothing, man. Oh, yeah, we, well, we all go nuts. Nuttin', nuttin'. Oh, speaking of nothing, Wardlow's coming. Wardlow. <laughs> that was the best thing was the Wardlow fucking thing. That's the only it, thing that mattered. Wardlow Wednesday. Wardlow Wednesday. <laughs> Wardlow Wednesday. Did you see after that there were people in the front row with Wardlow shirts? Yeah. That's Damn. very good. Um, I, I, I don't remember. The production team like, were these. I don't remember who I saw tweet it, but um, saw someone say this and it stuck in my head now. I want him to be Dan Matha. I, I want him to get squashed by someone in his first match after all this buildup. Now. <laughs> I also hope it's by Samoa Joe. <laughs> Some, yeah. Like he's not Samoa Joe doesn't even come to AEW. It's just literally just to come in and squash Wardlow and then leave. That's like like under a mask. That's what's so weird about his like fucking Dan. Oh, I love that. I love that. They're building this dude up. What if he's a fucking fart like the Dark Order? Yeah, dude. Fuck. Um, dude, oh, for real. Omega versus Janela. Yeah, that was really really good. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched a shit ton of Janela matches. Dude can wrestle. Yeah, like dude can wrestle a normal match. Yeah, he's and... like like he like he's like Jimmy Havoc like that. Like the reason why they're so good at the like bolt like ridiculous bullshit is because they have a really good wrestling foundation underneath. Yeah, and like he's done his death match dumb shit so he can get to this point now where he can like not have to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I I was just so impressed. And I mean Kenny's great. Right. I love I love watching Joey Janela sell. He's mm-hmm. just so good at it. He's mm-hmm. so good at all this stuff. Uh, and he just has like such a fucking, I don't know. He's got that he, 80s party boy look down. He knows exactly who he is and he's so good at it. Yeah. If you guys want to see how good Joey Janela is, watch $5 Wrestling, him versus Jeff Hart. It's a 35 minute match. Jesus. Jesus. Didn't Jeff Hart want like 45 or something? Yeah. I listened to the Cole Cabana episode on it. It is a testament to how good he is. Okay. Because yeah. it fucking it, it's great, <laughs> it's great for all the best reasons. Um, let's get into the main event. Let's do it. Well, oh, there was, oh, was also ed- SU versus y'all are edge. I'm getting edged. Order. I'm getting edged over here. Yeah, uh, that SU is so mm-hmm. good. SU is good, and they they're great like team to get the crowd back up is into it, everything. Is it Frank Kazarian the one who's wrestling right now, or is that Christopher it's Daniels? Kazari- Kazarian, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky? Kazarian is. Great. Oh yeah, because he's like, been really good. He's he's a million years I old. And he's I, so great. I probably said this last year at during All In too. Like I just forget. Yeah. And Scorpio Sky is like potential. Like he he's gonna be a good singles wrestler. Good like, job, Harold. Yeah, he's very good. And yeah. then like it sucks because I like the Super Smash Bros. I don't give a dink about the Dirt Quarter right now. Yeah, they've done I, nothing to like really build them. Like their characters. They've done nothing to make you care about them. I'm gonna guess that they were supposed to like maybe win the belts at first, and they like changed. Well, yeah, yeah, they changed they're, plans because it's not working. They're yeah. if your name is the Dark Order, your look should be cohesive, and you shouldn't mm. be the palest person in the ring. And well, <laughs> I mean, unless like they went all out with it and make him look like gaunt and death, like dead or some shit. Yeah. Like that's another yeah. little thing with AEW too. Is just like. 
their entrance, like the Dark Order's entrance is in like full arena light and shit. Like lower those lights. Like do exactly. there's, there's like some little production stuff like that that's like exactly missing a little bit. Totally. Like, it, that's where I 100% agree. Like, yeah, like we can joke like, oh yeah, like, oh yeah, Robert Roode, all he is is an entrant, you know, or whatever. Like they, but his entrance is good. It's like, good and it's memorable and it gets you excited to see that person. A little bit of that would go a long way in AEW. And they're they're good. They're fine. Give us a reason why we shouldn't like them. Give us a reason beyond just like, oh, they mm-hmm. fucked up like best friends or And they don't do any they're bad guys. They I like that they do focus on the action and that's what they promised. Mm-hmm. But you have a character driven team that doesn't have any character development. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm I don't know if they're like doing more to develop them on YouTube, but I'm not following they're them. They're not. Yeah. They're not, and they shouldn't that shouldn't be where stories are developed. That yeah. that's another like again, well, like these are all just things that they have to figure out. Like mm-hmm. they need if there's stuff that happens on being the elite that matters. You can't guarantee that people have watched it. And I have yeah. not heard that nothing does. Not, not, there's not, little things. Not everybody's watched PWG in the early 2010s. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's there's storyline like going on with Hangman on being the elite right okay. now that I'd say is important to the show and is not being presented on the show. And I would love a little bit more of that on the show because mm-hmm. Hangman is like as being a hung out to dry a little bit because you're like, okay, I if if I had never seen anything about him and I tuned in, I'd be like, okay, like this is like. Oh, this guy is big is a big deal but there's nothing to really keep you feeling that way you have to look at his twitter account to get his charisma mm-hmm. um and one more thing about the dark order i do like that the big guy um right back evil you know <laughs> the big guy um he reminds yeah, me, me the big guy what, he remi- what do you like about me uh, nothing you're a dumbass according to cm punk I guess I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> I do like that he talked about how he's chill with uh, gay dudes masturbating to him. Sick. Yeah, you guys can jerk it to me. That's that's actually that's, <laughs> that's rough. Okay. Um, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> right back rules. But that's buried among a million t- <laughs> terrible things. Right back. And El Pollo Loco. Um, but I do like how Evil Uno is like a mini Vader. That's what he reminds me of. Body, but yeah, body. I mean, nobody. He's a mini shock master. <laughs> yeah, more than anything. Mini tugboat. Yeah, and like Same he guy. can, they can do cool stuff. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's impressive. presentation is real bad. Presentation. Yeah, mini shock master, mini Ray Row. <laughs> Very mini Ray Row. Jesus, mini Eric. <laughs> Eric. I don't know which one's Eric, which one's Ivar. Ivar is uh, Hanson. The beard. 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 I'm going to forget it immediately. Eric is straight edge. Eric is the one that looks like he has white supremacist tattoos yes. all over him, but he doesn't. Yes. Yeah. They it's just straight edge tattoos, straight and those edge. sometimes look similar. Mm-hmm. America. Can we talk American about straight main edge. Event. I don't know. Can we? Can we? I loved it. John Moxley. The fucking bastard Pac. Pack. Pack. He fucking so jacked. So fucking mm-hmm. jacked. So strong. Go ahead, talk about the main event. That's, I, Ooh, I do want, you hate the finish? I wanted to get here. I, I do. You hate <laughs> the finish? I like it. I love what, what I love about it mostly is the sense of urgency that gets brought to a countdown uh, to like a time limit draw. Oh, I love that. But they fucked up that that finish that they were going for. I, I didn't think it came off bad. I, I thought it felt like... Um, I don't know, like like if you were watching a fight, it didn't feel as polished as you would see something on WWE. Um, 
Yeah, but it should have been. Well, because they're like, oh, we're out of TV time, <laughs> um, and then you get another minute of TV if time. You're, if you, the the point of that kind of finish is to protect both people, to protect both people and make them still equally strong. Um, Pack uh, kicked out of Moxley's finisher, but after like Moxley had been on the ground for like ten seconds. Yeah, but he still that's still it took like an hour to get to Booker T. Yeah, he still won. Um, oh, and that's a highly regarded match in history of how matches should go down. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, everyone loved that. We, we talked, talked about, about it last week. week. Whoa, yeah. Jesus, guys! Last week I said it too. Um, <laughs> yeah, like if you listen to the first part of the podcast, you were here. Hmm? Oh, was I? Yes, I was. Oh, I oh I see, I see, um, I see. Wiener. Yeah, no, it needed to be <laughs> one penis. It needed to be one two timer ends. Like, of course, of course, that's what we want. Of course, that's or what like, we want. don't even get like to the pin. Yeah, the yeah Okada Omega two. Yeah, finish. like it just sure it was like to, timing seemed off and weird, and that might have been that very well might have been. Here's my take. Aside from the beginning and the finish, it was fantastic. It was a great wrestling match in the ring when they got there. I don't like the beating up beforehand because then it gives you an out. I don't like the draw finish because then it gives you an out. It's like you don't have to then make actual booking decisions. You get the kind of BS that you would get in a WWE match, which is nobody has to lose. We kind of we promise like, hey, somebody's gonna be a winner and loser. Yes, I understand they're trying to get the fact over. Hey, there can be draws, but when you have a main event like this with two top guys, why even fucking book the match if you're? Oh, I felt I felt like that was just very much in service of a storyline. I don't think this is the last time. No, Pack and fucking and, and it's Moxley. De- it's definitely in- not. But it's like you want both of them looking good going into full gear. I think they did. I to me the it match it felt- itself looked good. But if you go by storyline wise, Pack kicked out of his fucking finish. But after a significant amount of time, that's not but unheard he's of. Still kicked out of his finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think that part was necessary. They they were like so close to the right finish for the. I match. actually thought it looked. I thought it looked cool. So fuck me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I I. I thought it was cool because it was like, because I was very much expecting that, like, okay, like three, two, one, two count over. And I like, it gave me something else of being like, oh no, Pac is a tough bastard. Like, I mean, he fucking, he kicked out of that, he kicked out of that finish. Or like I, like I said, don't even go for the cover. Like, or, like, don't have him go for the cover. Have him not be able to make it. Like, you want Pac to look strong and resilient. Like, he fucking rolls out. I was, I was left wanting more. And I think that's a good thing. Because if, if let's say like he hits boom, hits fucking Death Rider because that's a better name than the Paradigm Shift. Oh fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, hits that, and then he goes to get to the cover. And there's still like however much time was left, like ten seconds or whatever. He fucking rolls out, and you just see fucking Mox like, oh fuck, like trying to get him back in. Like he did it, and he knocked him out. But Pac still had that like ring awareness to just fucking roll his lifeless body out of the ring. Mm-hmm. That then shows that Pac is smart, and he's fucking he's not an idiot. And then it shows that Moxley had him right there. And then it makes you want to see him get that win even more. And that would have been good. And it would have been cool if the bell rang and then it just cut instantly. Well, that would make the most sense because like, hey, we're out of TV time. Like, cut it there. You don't have to have Mox like walk around the ring and then Mm -hmm. fucking paradigm shift the ref and then walk around a little bit more. That that's weird. It felt mistimed. I'm sure it was a little bit mistimed, but I I, and then Jr. just being like, okay, see ya. Uh, uh, and wrestling. He's very bad at transitions. I, I would love it if it's like they're like you know one two no, and then like 
screaming like Excalibur Ch- Shivani like well it has to be Shivani because he is fa- literally famous for saying we're out of time like, oh. we're out of time right now good night everybody from I forgot where uh, they were um yeah. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. Good night, everybody from Pittsburgh. That's all we got. Fade to black. And you're like, oh. And everyone's just like, what? Yeah. The Masked Man show, literally, that he has that from Shivani as his outro to the show. And I'm fucking jealous of it so much. He's a, <laughs> and just, we're out of time. The tape machines are rolling. See you next week. Just it's the, perfect. Like the beatdown before two gives you an out as to why. That is some Vince Russo WCW ass bullshit. The beatdowns before. And I just like, like well, and they, sure. they do it wrong. When last week, when Scorpios or when SCU got the shit kicked out of them, they still won. I would that's ag- bad. I would agree about the beatdown stuff if it was like if this match was at full gear. I think on a weekly television show, well, then don't book the match, is the thing. And it's play, because play, play some jazz, have some all, fun out all there. All the main, like, so if I don't know if this is true, but it feels like every single main event has been just fuckery so far. Like, yeah, it's like last oh, they have two, they like fall it's apart like, at the like end last of the show. Week two had like. Fucking Darby get tossed off by fucking Jake Swagger. Um, I know what I said. Um, then like the first week you had like Omega going through the thing, and then like the fucking whole inner circle thing. Like this is just like we haven't we were told we're gonna get like clean booking and finishes that make sense and matter. And it's like every week there's been something fucked or like fights and shit. It feels like random WCW main event generator every week. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I need. And but again, the match in between the ropes, between everything there that we talked about, was fantastic. I felt this was their best show that they've done, uh, from bell to bell, like you know, opening bell to closing bell. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, we're gonna pick it apart because we're a wrestling podcast. What yeah. the hell are we gonna talk yeah. about for two hours? And because, like, I I agree, this was my favorite episode so far, and I still just I want it to be better because, mm-hmm. like, I still like on. My still like wrestling schedule is I watch NXT as soon as I can, mm-hmm. and then I watch AEW when I have a chance. Oh, I'm like the exact opposite. See, I watch AEW first because it's easier to watch. Even if I had access to watch it live, I might not because like I yeah. like being able to fast forward through some shit on it still. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, where it's like feels DIY. That's how I like my music bad. I like my music fucking cluttered. And fast and loud. Yeah, but I also but like. I like. I like my. If you have a billion dollar budget, you can at least make fast and loud and mm-hmm. like raw, like sound good. I don't like rich kids making DIY music. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's like what sub- this is. And then it's well, suburban yeah, yeah. hardcore. Well, and that's the thing. I like. Um, what I do like is when I'm spending my time watching a thing, I want it to be polished. I get that. I get that. Cause like, yeah, to take I like to, that. Analogy. Well, to take it to the music analogy, it's like it's the same thing as maybe a band gets popular online, like a SoundCloud artist or something. Bring me the horizon. No, but like they got popular they are, online. That's they what, are a fucking polished fucking sure. I don't. Okay, fine. Bring me the horizon if you no. will. If you got no, if you insist. I don't. No, if you I insist, don't either. If both of you insist. Bring me the horizon or whatever. Oh, fuck it. No, I don't talking about nausea. No, none of it. A band gets big on the internet doing their thing. It's like, oh, I, I did what they want. Oh, cool. Let's pick up big label, picks them up, throws them on fucking SNL. The performance sucks because yeah. like they don't have, it's not, you know, it's not been tested. And that was first panic at the disco, like live performances. Cause they weren't a real band. When exactly. They got it, big. It, exactly. It's like, they got big doing 
something that they crafted and then got put in an arena that they're not familiar with. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. And I think like that's what AEW is. It they grew an organic fun thing and then they got put they got a bunch of money behind them and then they got a fucking The thing is though is that it wasn't that they grew up from the ground up. It was Ring of Honor. It was New Japan. Sure. It was PWG. I mean, they're the, being the elite. They're internet stuff. The, the elite The reason why stuff. people cared about that is because everything else they did. Young Bucks don't go into Bullet Club. There's none of this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, they, of course. They joined an, well, they joined an established brand. Yeah, I guess. I don't mean to be like they came out of nowhere, but to a lot of the viewers who are seeing this stuff for the first time, they're coming out of nowhere. But like, it feels like something that this is a new endeavor that they have been like given a lot of money to do, but they have never done it before, and so like it sucks in that in cer- certain regards. But I kind of like that, uh, seeing like them get better. But it, mm-hmm. it's annoying to wait for, and then you go over and watch like what we saw on NXT this week, and it was just like, oh, this is a breath. Like I can just sit back and watch this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, it wouldn't be as much of an issue with some of the things that go on. With the growing pains, which were going to happen, Boner if, R.I.P. If Oof. we weren't told that this was going to be the best thing that ever happened to, mm-hmm. they got eaten by their own hype. Yeah, and, and, and that's and that, I that, haven't seen anything fresh and new. I've seen hints at it, but then it's covered. It's covered by the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like yes, we haven't seen like wrestling at this level and this varied from one promotion. Like on this scale before, yes, but okay, it's still okay. being covered up by shitty bad booking, like mm-hmm. just like the same old booking shit. Like, that that is one thing I just realized. NXT WWE, they're similar. NXT, they're it's its own product, and it's, but everything every match is similar. NXT is if you take PWG moves and wrestling, but you have Shawn Michaels and Triple H booking mm-hmm. the psychology of it. But AEW, they have a wide, varied selection the buffet of, style of mm-hmm. types. And you know what? Things aren't always good. No, yeah, I know. It's true. Sometimes they make you sick. One time I got really, um, really high. And I went to Golden nice, Corral. Bro, dude, Golden Corral. It was I fuck with the Golden fucking Corral. best thing because I just You're like, oh, I guess I'll just go to this island of desserts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And like I was like right like that was the plan. I'm gonna get high and go to Golden Corral. Oh, so man, I did. Oh, that's my new plan. And then it was just like, you know it's shitty, but it's so good because you're high and everything's good. You can eat like three packs of ramen and you're just like, Oh yeah. I'm a god. <laughs> it's it's good I don't smoke very much weed because any, if you're listening and you work with me. Um, this was in my early 20s. I'm 31 now. Um, because I already eat like I'm always high. So if I got high, I I would eat some wild ass shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I would I, go insane. Y'all, gonna... I, I, I've, I've eaten some things. I would love to go to Golden Corral like on their wing night just after... Little Bolski and just fucking Man, pound just down. Everyone, Pour some wings in that pump cheese fountain. People okay. put a fucking slider in the chocolate fountain. That was me, dude. People are fucking down on Golden Corral, and I understand it is a white trash paradise, and I understand that. <laughs> I, I used do. to love going there just to get baked potatoes and like three of them. I fucking love a fucking nasty buffet. Golden Dragon and Caldwell, R.I.P. I fucked 
Shout out Albert Ma. You fucked oh, there? You fucked there? Oh my god, I orgasmed there. Golden <laughs> Palace is still fucking top. Golden, notch. and they're still there. Oh yeah, credit to them. There. Credit to them. Um, Golden Corral though, it's nasty. I fucking love it, and it, I just want the, I want the record to show. I think that part of this, the cohesion just needs to get there for AEW, which it will. I wasn't done talking about food. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I made, going. One, just gonna say this one time. I made a peanut butter and jelly hamburger. Hell yeah. Which was literally just a hamburger, but with peanut butter on one side of the meat oh, and man. jelly on the other. One of the first times I I was ever under that influence, you know what I mean? Uh, I was at a person's house and they made a cheeseburger with fucking donut buns, and my life has changed. I'm I wouldn't be the man I am today without that <laughs> evening. That that same night, also I was hanging out with friends and um, blacked out from being too high, which oh. this that's the only time that's ever happened, and um, woke up from that, and we were like. A mile away at the nearest gas station, and Ooh, I had a bowl. Told the story. I don't, yeah, I had a bowl of pasta under my arm, Sick. and I wouldn't go inside because I wasn't. I didn't think I'd be allowed in with outside food. Uh, I think that's not necessarily the worst logic. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I think they yeah. probably. I think you probably would have at least got some stairs and mm-hmm. potentially like a. Hey, man, can you please take your pasta outside? Yeah, but it's or also like a, what. There's also partially like they'll know. Oh, they like, would have known. They'll know. They, like, yeah, there's they no way known. that someone would like walk into a gas station with a bowl of pasta unless they're stoned. Just on my way to work. <laughs> so, again, all the critiques aside, AEW was a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. There's just some spots where they need to grow, and I feel that as wrestling fans, we need to make sure and be like, it's okay to critique things you enjoy. I critique things I enjoy even more so than things I don't enjoy mm-hmm. because I want them to do even better. And I want this promotion to do better. I want them to be better. Be that fucking feeling I had it all in. Be that fucking feeling we had a double or nothing when shit was happening and that fucking Dustin and Cody match. And he was like, I need my older brother. Yeah, right. And like, I'm brother. Like crying. I'm up there crying. Dude, the, I wonder where the line is. When Bret you know? Hart got fucking showed up. And then fell off the stage. Uh, I fucking wonder where the line. No, li- I actually meant to do that. Just to show I can still bump better than everybody else. <laughs> Called falling with style. Uh, Brett Lightyear. Brett Lightyear, dude. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's, fuck. A rap, that's a rap name. Uh, <laughs> but where's the line where it's like, so number-wise, they're still beating NXT. Uh, in every under, demographic other than the 50 up. They dropped under a million. Yo, Grandma's mm-hmm. like NXT? Uh, also, geriatrics. NXT dropped less than NXT, than AEW did. Yeah, week. they're under a million, but they're still like a few hundred thousand above. NXT was never meant to beat them. Nope. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's what I'm saying. No, NXT mean, was literally meant to take these 600 or 700 or however many thousand fans away. Keep them from watching keep AEW. Keep them from there. And you know what? It fucking works because let's get to NXT. All right. Sure. Oh. <sighs> There's a there's there's a lot on this Rhea, episode. D- it started Rhea and Bianca. Right? Yeah, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair and Bianca's Whew. best match. Yep. Yeah, and she was Rhea great. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Man. Ripley's gonna be the like in like a year gonna be on the main roster and be like a fucking cornerstone of that. Mm-hmm. She has gotten so good in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. drop the Radke gimmick and <laughs> right. I'm good with her. That's why I say a page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rhea here. Rhea here. <laughs> Oi, oi, we are here. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Dunn and her look the same and they talk the same. She even fucking shrugged once in this match and was like, <laughs> that's a little much. Um, Yeah, this match was great. Um, And then Rhea goes on to be, fight Shayna, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and also the like, the, the like, 
So this is like the difference here of like the, the fuckery that happened at the end of this match was good versus like the fuckery that happens in some of the AEW shit that feels WCW-esque. Like EO coming down to like interfere and Candace coming down to like... No, you fucking don't. No, you fucking mm-hmm. don't. And like, and then still that didn't decide the match that was happening in the ring. It furthered storyline and all that, but it like didn't like... Wasn't that cheap like distraction win or whatever? Like it wasn't like a distraction like win where then because they would do this on the main roster. It's like Eo comes down, ooh, fucking look at me, and then like Rhea gets pinned one two three. Bianca wins, and everybody's like, oh, right. Well, and that's cool because that's what I was expecting. And then for Rhea to kick out uh, after Bianca hit the move, it's like, oh fuck yeah! So she's that strong. She yeah. can get like sneak attacked and then take a big move and from th- Bianca and, and, that's and how still you kick out. Build up a. And it wasn't Bianca's finisher either. Like she, she um, like countered Bianca's finisher into her finisher. So like Bianca's still protected. Everyone still looks good coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, stark contrast from AEW. Yeah. Um, And then I don't remember the order. Um, I mean, we don't have to go through match by match. All right. Uh, Matt Riddle versus... We can fucking go match by match. I mean, we can, but... This show was great. (laughs) It was. It was like this match. Yeah. Okay, so Matt Riddle versus Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is good. Trevor Lee is fucking great. He he looks like he's in... He's in Mailing in the Sons of a Disaster. Yes. Yeah, sure. Hey, um, Mike Masalo, if you are listening to this... Tell Dallas Taylor we said what's up. Oh, what the oh. fuck? We were like two degrees of separation from Dallas Taylor. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. I watched Dragon Force standing next to that whole band once because they walked over from opening nice. for Throwdown to Sick. come. I was at the Throwdown show. So was I. I was watching. <laughs> I was at the mailing I, show. I was at. Right. Yeah. I, I was at the Dragon Force All That Remains and Horse the Band show. So was Gabe. So was Gabe. Dude, um, yeah, of course the band was pretty fucking I really want to know what Dallas Taylor thinks about the 10-minute long song about anti-abortion hero. I don't uh, he's, <laughs> he's probably probably changed a lot. Yeah. Since yeah. He, he was probably 16. Yeah, and like they're writing that in church. Granted, I was all in on that song when I first heard it, so I've changed my views a Same. lot too, brother. Um yeah, but man, this was a PWG uh, match, especially man. at the end when they're just like reversing every finish like Fucking move, 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 then fucking big move. Stumble, like, big move. I love how uh, they're building Cameron. Well, mm-hmm. like, and they're Nigel m- building that riddle. Nigel too. at the beginning of the match was great. He was like, all right, don't blink or you'll miss it because both these guys come out hot. And then, like, the bell rings and they both just, like, try to get at each other. They real both quick. tried to do the instant finisher. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. It's like, yeah, they their styles are so, like, I love. Nigel saying that, like, I don't know, it's like, it's really etching in that, like, oh, this is their style. And it, it also, this match, like, wasn't just this, like, crazy move match. There's also the little bit in the middle of the fucking Goldberg shit that Matt Riddle was doing. He did a jackhammer. The crowd started chanting Riddle. And then afterward, after the match, he did the fucking check mark like Goldberg. Yeah. Like, he, they're continuing that thread. I got to say this, though. Matt Riddle's the fucking best. Gotta lose that top hat. I think that Cameron Grimes gotta lose that top hat. Works for him. Where else is he gonna piss, Matt? It's where he pisses in. Keep the keep the hat as a pee pee bucket. Keep it off your damn head. 
It just like I it think adds it works. This weird thing to him, but like I don't I don't know what it he's is. Like, he's like so they when he came out they called him like country strong or something. Oh, more like so, steampunk hobo. So I don't fucking like, get it, dude. He's like um, uh, he's TNA superstar. He's a con- he's a redneck magician. I wish. Well, if that was the gimmick, I would have less to say about for, the top hat. For my next trick, I'm gonna make this Bud Light disappear. Oh. <laughs> um, I like the, the shit at the end too, where Tyler Matt, Bate? where Matt Riddle's like, "Yo, bro, give me, give me a fucking, give me some nuts, bruh. And he's like, "No, you're a fucking dick." And so he's like, "Well, I'll do it to fucking Tyler Bate." And Bate's yeah. like, "Yeah." And then he leaves, just fucking being a. And then Tyler Bate knocked out Cameron Grimes. Yeah, gave him the bip and bop. Yep, the bip and bop. I love that. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's. Oh, sex- and I'm gonna punch him right in the face. <laughs> it sets up Cameron Grimes as Tyler Bate. It sets up Matt Riddle just to keep going and like being the fucking best. The stallion. That dude is like a superstar. Yep. he is NXT's top guy now, Have and apparently been- he's huge with Team Boy. He's huge God. with teen boys. Did we talk about that? No, I don't think we did. <laughs> what happened? So Meltzer was just tweeting about demographics, like Riddle, huge with teen boys. And then Matt replies and just says, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. It's just like, he's just... used to that. Like, the AEW fan base and the fan base of WWE is, is losing the battle to, and... Because a lot of people are like in their fifties and forties. Because if you think about it, they're the guys who are in the twenties and thirties when they're attitude era, yeah, and they still like wrestling. They haven't been able to skew younger, except for guys like Matt Riddle, um, like who's huge with teen boys, <laughs> huge with teen boys, like Io Shirai and like them. They they are good with it too. So it's with teen boys, um, just teenagers in general, and so they gotta skew younger. And and for it, my my personal network research, queer women. Io Shirai and Candice yeah. LeRae, both 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 big fans, and, and so it's just like if you focus on those two and you focus on Riddle and Swerve is another one that is yeah bigger with that like Street Profits. Why do you think they're on Raw in the main event? Because it, that skews to that demographic that they're losing, and so like I like that it took a lot for them to finally fucking update some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, just quick. Swerve teaming with Fandango and Tyler Breeze was sick against mm-hmm. the Forgotten Sons. Um, Swerve is fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. and Fandango is the best ever mm-hmm. because he never stops gyrating. <laughs> I just yeah, really wish machine. that they would like put like Brizongo into something different. Like I, it's hard for me to care, even though I like them so much because they're just with the Forgotten Sons. Like, yeah, if it was just Jackson Riker, like he's a believable <laughs> he's, bad mean guy. He's a Terminator. Get rid of fucking Blake and Cutler. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Blake, man. <laughs> you, you know, you're just uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Just like me. Just like, just like you, Braun. I'm only <laughs> Tyson um, Fury's probably going to beat me. God. <laughs> probably, though. He made too much money to lose. <laughs> uh, we had... I'm fucking wrong, by the way. That's true. No, it's true. We had a tag match with the Horse Girls and uh, Team Kick. They've gotten a lot better, too. Yeah. Taking them off TV for like six or eight months or however long and just having them be like sidekicks for a while. Mm. And they get back in, they're like, oh, they don't look out of fucking place at yeah. all. Like, yeah. Jessamine especially is like a passable, like, NXT developmental wrestler at this point. They better than Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad for Aaliyah. She's been there for a decade. Not yeah. really, but she's been there for a Close. long time. 
Yeah, it's getting there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, the coolest thing about this match is the winners the face the Kab- Kabuki Warriors. The shiniest wizard. Um, I feel so bad for Dakota Kai because she's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And she is a great baby face. So she is going to just take so much heat all the time. Mm-hmm. I was telling this to yep. Jenna yesterday. It's like, I feel so bad because she just has to take everybody's offense and get beat up all the time. Yeah. She has good facials when she gets beat up. Like, it looks like she's actually in a lot of pain. Like, she sells really well, like, bumps great, good work, and can make a decent little comeback before getting cut off again. Yeah. Has good shine spots, too. But that just Shiny means- spots. That's Tegan. Okay. But for like 80% of the time she's in a beating ring, she's just going to get her ass kicked. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel bad. It's like, oh, that I, sucks. I, I got to say, I love Asuka's new like face makeup. Oh, this game. is wow. very reminiscent of shit she was doing in Japan when yeah. she was like losing her shit. When she's so, Kana. It's like yep. dripping green from the eyes I love and the mouth. This it's is, awesome. This is my fantasy booking. I want the Kabuki Warriors to show up. I want Io to show up with them because they're both heels right now. I want Candace to show up with Team Kick because they're buds. They've been talking about it. I want the Horsewomen to show up. War Games. They don't do three. War? Three v three. They did, they the, did first the, time. the first time. Did it? Was mm-hmm. it three v three? Yep. Yeah. It was Sanity, Undisputed Era, and um, Authors of Pain with Roderick Strong. Oh yeah, that is right. I don't think they'll do two War Games matches. It looks like they were setting up another one, but that is great fantasy booking. Like I just, but it it makes sense right now. Just give them there's the, no the way Games though match. that anywhere's booing. Nobody's actually booing Kyrie and Asuka. No, and there's cool. no there's no way and a WWE main roster talent is gonna be on uh, an NXT takeover. No, they will. Yeah, they okay. will. Okay, they will now. Um, uh, what I actually don't the only thing I don't like about that oh, is main I don't talent was on UK one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I yeah. don't think the character EO would be friends with the Kabuki Warriors, okay. even though they're both heels. Okay. Look at like what their characters are. They're different. Yeah. Like, and I, EO's whole thing is I don't need friends. I don't true. need anyone. Very, very and true. I think that even though, like, team wise, and that match would be so yeah, fucking that's, good. That's mainly what I'm thinking yeah, about but the match. I, I want. think that it would do a disservice to EO's character to join anyone in any way whatsoever. That, that makes 100 per great sense. 100 per good sense. 100 sense. 100 per lurler great sense. Psyhorse sense. Horse Sense 2, Horses on a Boat. Yes. It's Horse Sense that one with the fucking Lawrence brothers? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show. <laughs> That's right. Deja. We talk about Horse Sense a lot. Yeah, just in life. <laughs> um, horse life, bro. It was but... a good match. And Tegan Knox, like, I'm glad they're putting in her tag team, kind of protecting her. Please don't do dives yet. Like, just wait. Mm. Like, seeing you with double, like, knee braces scares yeah, me. Yeah, fucking, yeah. fucking stone cold Captain Marvel. And she's, like, so fucking young, especially in her WWE career. And they obviously have. Huge plans for her because Michael Cole wouldn't have lost his shit. Yeah. In the Mae Young Classic. Like, I love I'll this lose, girl. I'll lose my shit. I'll lose my blood. I'll lose my life. I cut off my own <laughs> hand and gave it to her the other day. Michael, her hand wasn't the thing that was injured. Why'd you even? I gave her my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Switching gears now. <laughs> Um, dude, let's talk about that trip threat. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about this, this because of you the know, following this events. This was the match of the fucking yes. week. Yeah, oh this my is gosh. like yes. in the running for TV match of the year. Jesus Christ! You had a indie wrestling wet dream, yeah, come to life with 
Heath Lee, Domin- what, Dominic Dijakovic. Don Dijon. Mustard Dijak- Boy. Dijakovic. And then fucking Big Rod Dog, Chris Lindsay. Who, yeah. I looked this up, Don Donovic Dijakovic is from Massachusetts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris White or whatever his name is. <laughs> Donovan, isn't it like Donovan? No, some... it's Chris something. Uh, it's Chris, Chris Di- Dijak. Chris Dijak. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, God, why damn. would you what, from Chris Dijak, which is a pretty good wrestling name? <laughs> he doesn't get to choose. Donovan, Donovan. I know. I'm just saying. Why? Wh- whoever did choose one is Dominic. Donovan. Wait, no, or is it what? I don't know. It's Don Dijon. It's Walter. It has been one or the other at any given time. But Roderick Strong got his ass beat in this match. Oh, my God. And he looks tiny compared to both those boys. Mm, I mean, well, because those are two huge boys. Those are big boys. Keith Lee should not be able to do the stuff he does. It doesn't no. make sense. Neither should uh, Dominic Dijakovic because he did a fucking Flos- Fosbury flop dive. He's so tall. And it was perfect. Like... I love like towards the end of it when Roddy's getting up on everything and he fucking hits a thousand moves and strikes in a row. Mm. Just like yeah. hit, 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 fucking Olympic slam, elbow, elbow, knee. I'm just like, oh, fucking put yeah. it into my That fingers. fucking Tower of Doom was one of the most terrifying spots I've ever seen. So they set up a Tower of Doom, which is, you know, you got the first guy on the on the turnbuckle Yikes. sitting there and then he's about to fucking... Um, superplex. So superplex and superplex. then powerbomb the guy who's superplexing. Yeah, well, they decided this time that they were going to do that, except Dom- Dominic Dijakovic holds up Roddy for a vertical suplex, and they stay there for a couple seconds and then do it. Yeah, it stalling vertical suplex, Tower of Doom. Fucking wild. Um, the match was fantastic. Everybody looked great. Mm-hmm. I loved when like Roddy went out for his fucking, like, um, I forgot what they call it, his fucking... Uh, What's the fucking wrecking ball drop kick he does through the ropes? They caught him. Fucking Keith Lee then throws him to uh, Dijakovic, who hits Feast Your Eyes. Oh, and- God. I'm, I threw up hearing the sound of Roddy's flesh face hitting his Dominic's knee. And then he fucking hits him with a pounce. And then they look at each other. And they're like, it's and, us now, bro. And it's like it's like that sign of respect. I think they're going to start being a team just from a little fucking look. And then uh, Dominic's like, you know what? No, we finish in there. And they both agreed, like, let's do this. It's, it's So they get in, they you. pace around. The crowd fucking loses it. Oh, man, it was great. I'm getting goosebumps talking yeah. about yeah. it. And then they go and fucking hit big move, big move, a fucking avalanche choke bomb, oh. an avalanche power bomb. To, from Keith Lee to Dominic Dijakovic. He's about to go for the pin, and then Roddy's boot hits him square in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one, two, three, shitty little boots. Yeah, shitty Keith Lee also did a fucking tope in this match. Yeah, tope con hilo. Oh, it's fucked up how he can do that. What I loved, what made, what built Roddy so much in this, he didn't need Undisputed to come out. And also, like, when yeah. they were Good point. putting over, like, as the match is getting into the deeper minutes of it, it's like, He's like, he has the most stamina ever. It's like this, as it gets more deep into this match, it's going to start favoring him because he is the cardio machine. Like, mm-hmm. nothing Just can ask stop Marina. Him. Put her in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put her in a wheelchair. He's a fuck uh, machine. Don't tell him his dick's small. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty little dick. Shitty little dick. <laughs> um, so it's like he starts like heating up then and he, he fucking can wrestle forever. Yeah. 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 And like the two big boys had no trouble also keeping up. And it was just a great match. So then Undisputed Era comes down to, <laughs> to celebrate with Rod Dog Millionaire. Can I talk about this part? Go for it. And then 
No one will survive. Tommaso Ciampa comes out. And he's coming out and he's just squaring up with them. He's got his crutch. Just this would have been sick. And it's <laughs> like Keith Lee and Dijakovic are down and they're hurt. They're out. Like they just lasted this big match and they just they're the ones that took the big fall at the end. And then like Undisputed came out and celebrated with Roddy, but they also beat the shit Keith. out of out of Keith. Mm. Yeah, so they were down. So they made sure that like, hey, we're here's a reason as to why these guys aren't going to be involved in the. Aftermath. Ensuing aftermath. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear and John Boy comes down to the ring. No, no, he's staring him down. And he and then him and Tommaso look at each other. They haven't really played this on TV. Crowd's uh, chanting DIY. The, the, the one thing I'm gonna say, Champa should not have hugged Johnny at the end of that one takeover after he got hurt, just because this moment would have been so much better if there hadn't been a, a resolution already. But not knowing that that moment was going to come, that this moment was going to come. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm fine with it in the moment, just like you know, looking right. like hindsight, hindsight sure. and stuff. Well, Th- that would have been so much better if there was still oh, yeah. ambiguity going. But on. like, the, like them looking at each other and just like the crowd chanting DIY, and he like points out, he's like DIY, and then they square up and. Ben Balor's trying to grow his hair back in, but it's getting a little wet, widow's peak. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, Same brother. Wearing all black. These clean all black Jordans. Dude, looking good. Mm-hmm. That, just a nice tight leather jacket, black it's shirt. Not his fucking merch leather jacket. Like, it's a good leather jacket. And also, a very plain black shirt. Mm-hmm. And when the signature, like, bonum, yeah. part came up, he didn't do the hand thing. No. But so, you, you don't do your entrance yeah. stuff on that kind of thing. That's true. He was out there to he help us. He might. The way that they've <laughs> like booked his character on the main roster, just, he well, might still he just, stop. He just hears that song in the mall, and he's like, yeah, this is a <laughs> world where wrestling theme songs are playing in public. And then, yeah, right. But also Judas you look, might. But you looked, yeah, <laughs> right. But only if it's like coming out of like Chris Jericho's Bluetooth speaker in his jacket wherever he goes. Um, I... So, okay, he pops in the ring, and you're like, oh, man, okay, three versus four, that can work. I thought... It's also like a former former first universal champion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I thought, like, I was like, oh, shit. Also, I I was waiting for one more person to come out. All all former NXT champs, too. Yeah. I was was waiting for, like, like, I know Dream was hurt. Like, is Dream going to come out right now? Is he going to be this other person? I was like, what faction are they building to... To destroy the undisputed. It's like I was like, is there any recent signings? Is this like where they fucking toss in like one other person? Is... I thought there was a moment in my head. I know this is Kona so Reeves. <laughs> no, I thought John Cena was gonna come. Dude, wow, that would have fucking changed the game. <laughs> That'd have been so. That would have been so weird. It would have been so stupid and bad. Or but... just hear like, but Danny to Dan to Dan and to It needed. It needs to be. It needs to be a former NXT champ. So. Bo Dallas. Samuel oh. L. Zane. No, Bo Dallas. <laughs> or even like maybe like a Cesaro or somebody I, else. Cesaro or... was actually, I was like, is it Cesaro was a legitimate thought I had. It's just like somebody. You just thought somebody, you're like, okay. But then you're like, you know what, three on four? And you have a former, like, yeah. like this guy. And then Roddy just wrestled a match, so he's easy to dispose of. Exactly. I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, you know what, this they're makes squaring, sense. They can do this. They're squaring. They're all ready to fight. Finn jumps up, does a kick. Okay, not just that. He starts to take off his jacket to and, like and just like in yeah. mid taking off his jacket does a pele kick. He like yeah. falls into a pele kick. Yeah. And kicks Gargano in the fucking head. And the crowd's just like, <gasps> what? <gasps> I I haven't like this is why I watch wrestling. 
for reactions like this. I was sitting on my couch and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I just like, I was, I have adrenaline yeah. now talking yeah. about it. It was like when so... those moments happen and it's like so rare to be like that and, level. Like, the, and maybe it's cool that it is so rare. Yeah. It, it makes it yeah. more special. Like there, I'm sure there's been ones kind of like this since then, but like, my reaction to it reminded me of like when Goldberg squashed Lesnar because yeah. I like truly did not see it coming and was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was just so into it. Like, I mean, I never got real rock and roller Finn. I right, never right. saw it. Oh, it's and Captain so, like, fucking New Japan. Dude, that was the so, coolest like, part. Like this you is can a, s- this is Prince fucking Devitt. You mm. can see the change in his eyes. It's like Kevin Owens. Like well, in, when he turns bad, you see it yeah. instantly. Johnny and then, fucking wrestling. Well, and then fucking so Johnny rolls out of the ring. There's a big beat down, and then Under Finn the is, era murders poor Champa. Yeah, the ring. Mm. but then Finn puts like uh, Gargano through the fucking guardrail over <laughs> into some jobbers. So he does the uh, shotgun was... uh, dropkick into the barricade. Yeah. And he fucking kicked him so hard in the fucking well, face. And I mean, that barricade was meant to do that. Oh, oh yeah, there were jobbers oh, in. Oh, oh, definitely. You saw fucking chiseled goatees and yeah. weird haircuts and, and muscles. What gave it away was the NXT chairs. Yeah, that's what gave it away for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. it was it was clear, but it was like still like really cool and really effective. Um, and also, he murdered. Him. But then, uh, did you guys see the fucking kid that had to get held back? Oh yeah. Like there's a, one row back. There's a little kid whose oh, parents no. had to hold him back from going to want to go fight Finn because he was fuck. so mad. Fan. I love oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like and the guy crying it because of what Bailey did. Um, all the biggest NXT uh, baby faces are all heels now. I love that. Um, <laughs> that they can do this and like it is Mister NXT and it's former Mister NXT, Mister mm-hmm. fucking NXT, and. He didn't join Undisputed, which no. that's what great. I thought was interesting. I so, love the ambiguity of it. Well, so like they're doing the thing, like looking at him, like is he going to do it? He just points two finger guns down at fucking Gargano. No, he, he does his weird little shoot. Also, too. did He's the shooting. fucking bloody does Sunday have, on the ramp. Does he have a hand tattoo now? Yeah, yes, he does. Okay, okay. I saw that too. I was like, he, he, okay. he's acquiring a bunch of. Very strange tattoos right now. Because he's acquired like three. Okay, he's also I'm married saying, now. I'm yeah. just saying hand tattoos he's a with vampire. Hand tattoos with no other upper arm tattoos is no, a it's choice. whack. It's fucking whack. I don't like no, it. I'm I'm fine with it. As a I don't tatted like, I don't as like someone that. who's tatted and really into tattooed culture, hashtag tattooed and employed. <laughs> um it's whack. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't like the look, but go go for it, Finn. He has more tattoos now because he's gotten more. Yeah, yeah but okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> he was wearing well, a jacket. Just this shouldn't be your first. That's all I'm saying. It shouldn't be. The shouldn't first. Be it wasn't first. his tiny one with matching one with his wife on his elbow was his first. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Well, bold, <laughs> bold second. Uh, but it was pretty badass. And yeah. then he hits that real 1916 with Bloody Sunday. On yeah, that was that was terrifying. He fucking looking. is either the best wrestler ever or Johnny Gargano just broke his neck and is dead. I think he's actually fine. So yeah. yeah. Um, apparently he left in an ambulance. That's was that gimmick. That was an after the show gimmick. That's perfect. Cause we got, we got the tape machines rolling. Yeah. And also at all times, at all times, no matter how much he's being pushed now, you've got to remind everyone that Candace is concerned wife at all times. <laughs> oh, of course. Cause that was the fucking like social media post. Oh, okay. Candace, like, oh, putting Johnny in the, ambulance. I love it that it wasn't a part of the TV thing because mm-hmm. the TV thing is still Candace and EO. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, I still the, care about adds, my husband. It adds the realism yeah, right. to it because they didn't do it on TV. And it's like, hey, we still had the cameras rolling. We had to get this guy out of here. Yeah. John, John Gargano's hurt. Jonathan Jonathan G. Yeah. Gargano J. Jordy um, G. <laughs> another thing about gimmick things. Are we done with NXT? 
It was a fucking fantastic show. Yeah. One, one. Next week's episode is going to be fucking buck wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anra Rusev got arrested at a restaurant in Cleveland. Yes. Uh huh. So when I saw the report on the internet, I thought like Rusev actually got arrested. No. And I was like, what did he do? No. In the most unrealistic, ridiculous fucking. Like, I will say though, the best part of it was the manager being like, yo. We saw that he's coming. You guys need to get out of here yeah. because like some shit's going to happen and we don't want it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of real. But well, then what restaurant has 15 security guards that are obviously local enhancement talent? <laughs> yeah. Also, um, this sorry, this was – Lana kept saying this is like the restaurant I've been dreaming of coming to in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, like I've always wanted to come to this Cleveland spot. Like they don't live there like – she lives in Nashville. That would be like if they're She's doing from sh- like LA and like no like, no shade to Luciano's, but that'd be like if they came to Boise and like she was like oh, I've always wanted to come to this restaurant. It's like, like I've always been dreaming. Go to, like go to I Vincenzo's. Look, I look up this restaurant online every night to put me to sleep nice. I do. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> I if you think about that. it, though, they do. I'm not talking shit on they, that. I get it. I they do, do travel and just think about like they travel together. So oh, it's like, like last time I was in Cleveland, like I've wanted to go here. Every time we're in Cleveland or in the area, you never take me here. And he's <clears> yeah. Yeah, that's my thought. Don't put logic to it. I didn't mean for this to turn into this. Um, I just want to say I got worked because I thought he got arrested. I was like, what did he do? And then I went to cage size seats and got myself yeah. all corrected. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to call an audible. Let's end it. Boom. Um, and we'll... Oh, one other cool thing yeah, yeah. that I just thought of, though. Uh, Jake Atlas, apparently... Uh, oh yeah, he signed. signed with NXT, um, so that's it. Atlas first Jake. openly gay wrestler according oh to God. WWE. Wow, WWE. Not Darren it wasn't Young. WWE. It was a different. Oh okay, okay, it was okay. Colin censored, wasn't it? That no, um, no, it was like a oh, fuck. It was like a normal, like just like um, gossip kind of uh, site. Okay, like, okay, okay. I was like covering it and just like, like no, like <laughs> he's not, he's not like. And I like what he said. That he's not a gay wrestler. He's just a wrestler. Yeah. I also like what Effie said where Effie was like, I am a gay wrestler. And like, I yeah. just, I like the difference. Diff- yeah. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, he is the first, so he is the first signee that was out before, like out before working with the company at all. Like, okay. That so- wasn't outed by TMZ. <laughs> yeah. Like Sony Deville like wasn't out when she went on to tough enough yeah, yeah. And then like came out on tough enough so she wasn't signed yeah but she you know wasn't out before working with the company oh also so, sonia v lacy oh good god yes um <laughs> uh but so like i if you that's how you know you can make it true if you make it very like a lot of asterisks on there yeah but yeah also yes sonia <laughs> Saying that, saying, dragging the shit out of Lacey, dragging the shit out of Lacey when Lacey was being saying weird shit about feeding her <laughs> husband and saying, "Well, I'm not the one swallowing stuff." Yeah. Basically, also, I need to feed him. Is her him husband right back? More, no, uh, not even right back. Once any uh, part of Lacey Evans, she's weird. <laughs> um, like was she supposed to be like a? In, in, like in the military, she's supposed to be like in from the forties. Like I don't understand her gimmick. <laughs> Mine was I'm big and I'm right back. And I, you're hungry, big hungry. <laughs> um, and since we end the show now with uh, things from Twitter, um, Becky Lynch tweeted saying that she's above talking shit on the internet. Okay, the thing that got her over. <laughs> okay, does she mean like real life shit? No, it was it was. I'm assuming it was kayfabe stuff. 
Oh. And it's just like... Well, because that's the most WWE thing ever. Be like, oh, this thing that we were like writing storyline on? Oh, yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, I kind of want that from her at this point oh, because I, I, oh, I, I, do, I, I want her to move forward. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like... It was It was just kind of weird mm. the way she it's said like, it. Oh, it's like, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Imagine if her fiance had said it, it wouldn't be that surprising. <laughs> it's true. I, I true. Hey man, I'm above talking shit on the internet. Here's my here's my bank account. Yeah, I'll here's show what's you in my, my bank, bank statements, bro. My bank statements, bro. Also, here's one thing I will say about Jr. Apparently, in an interview, when someone mentioned Seth uh, burying AEW, he said, "Oh, maybe he should watch his mouth, and one day he'll be as over as his wife." Oh, nice. Which right now, damn, isn't that Jr. Much, wow. But- yeah, Jr. I'm glad you took time from fucking thirst tweeting former <laughs> WWE wrestlers yep. to fucking make a comment on this. God, fucking old ass man. Uh, maybe, maybe instead of commenting on Seth, you should like learn the fucking wrestlers on your roster. Yeah, for real. That's very true. Yep. Um, someone, but also fucking sick burn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> someone that was really good. Someone did tweet uh, a picture of Excalibur with Statler and Waldorf saying, "I love the AEW commentary team." <laughs> That's also very good. They also, their name was all about the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen videos. So I was like, my worlds keep intersecting. So, uh, They're really weird points, too. Yeah. Someone um, tweeted a video of, of Ric Flair wooing, and it was about um, being excited about a new Bon Appetit video. My worlds are just colliding in yeah. weird ways. Like, Ric Flair. Yeah, you, you, need, to, you, need, to, you need to find uh, these, this meme maker. Uh, it's Meme Appetit. Meme Appetit? Oh, yeah. Um, a meme account devoted to a YouTube channel that apparently is a lot bigger than I thought. Oh, and last thing yeah. anyway, we can talk about. Finish wrestling. The WWE on Fox Twitter. Oh, oh it's so so fucking good. good one. What are they the Fire, Firefly Funhouse is going to be on the next episode of SmackDown, and they did the SpongeBob oh, like, like interlocking for, caps you, thing. Like, Fox hates Fox Firefly. hates Firefly Funhouse. So good. Oh, that's nice. Um... Yeah, uh, so next week we'll talk about jobbers. Uh, Yay. You guys made me research about guys like Iron Mike Sharp and Dwayne Gill and L.A. Gore all for nothing. Well, no, the, we'll talk about it next week. Also, the we tape's to, running. We're out of we're out of time. We need to bring the classic back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bring the classic back. It's been like two months. Well, maybe. Well, like, no, it's fine. We just, we don't need to structure this show. <laughs> Everyone, you're like, we're going to restructure. We're going to do things different. Yeah. Well, then the Wednesday Night Wars happened. Now, yeah. SmackDown's on Friday. What are we even supposed to fucking do? It's fucking true. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's a runaway train. We, we literally <laughs> had such so many discussions like, let's just stop being a recap podcast. But then the important stuff happened. We could. How can we this not is recap? This is such off podcast talk. No. Yeah. And like the, everything happens on Wednesday. And we're like, we got to talk about We got to talk about it. We could. I will say that we could hit some highlights without diving into all the minutia. I used to read the highlights of the dentist office. When yeah, I was a kid. me too. Oh, That's me too, dude. Goofus and like the difference. I like them. Yeah. I like oh, doing yeah. that. I always wanted to be Goofus. Goofus more than gallant. <laughs> I always wanted to be in Gallus. Gallus. Nice. I always wanted, <laughs> wanted to be in Goofus. Oh, nice. Is that Goofy's full name? Yeah. yeah. Goofus. Oh, yuck. Goofus. Goofus. Just Goofus. Goofus P. Dog. Um, if you're bored, look up Peter Goofy singing Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. It's the thing that and brings me the most joy. Of course, it's very good. Um, thanks for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Got Out of Jail Day. Happy um, Cuck Day. Uh, fuck Los Ringo Bernables. Los Ringo Bernables? Yes. Los Ringo Star. Yeah, yeah. T- tweet it. Fuck Ringo Star. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what you need to do? 
tweet at Los Ringo Bernablas that they're a great podcast. Yeah, tell them they're good. Leave them a five star review. Yeah, and then we'll oh, we're gonna look like we took such the higher road. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... at the beginning when I said fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, but, but then but then I know. took it back. That was for yeah. that was for the fucking. Let them be the fucking try hard Cody's of the world. <laughs> the people yeah, we're the Triple H. You fucking count. the people who yeah. make it to the end of the podcast get to know the real us. Yeah, well, actually, I'm fucking cool. I let it suck. out in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> Um, WrestleBoys316 says, uh, Halloween's coming up. Dress appropriately. Don't be racist. 